Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome back, everyone, to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, the gaming news podcast available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. Today's record date is Morndas, the 23rd of Frostfall, and I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler, and uh, when Torch Merchants see this man coming, their eyes light up. <laughs> Evarwin! And uh, that lady right there could be summoned one of two ways. A written invitation, written in pink glitter ink, or using hashtag LizPlaySkyrim on Twitter. Yes, right. She who dragged Zephyr and Avarin around New York City like like Buddy the Elf. I did. <laughs> did. I did. I was like, hey guys, look at this. Look at this. How you doing? I'm here. You are here. You are here. <laughs> I'm here and I'm happy to have my boys. Yeah. I'm, we missed you. How, yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's good getting back on the uh, the mic with you. Yeah. Um, of course, Liz and I aren't alone. We are joined by the uh, one and only. He he is the real life Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan is Rage Philosophy. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Nobody. I don't know. Oh my God! You guys are. Ah. But hey, Rob's Ace here. Ace Ventura. I- I got it. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I got it. I, yeah. All righty then. <laughs> the love of Pete. But yeah. yeah, they they gave you <laughs> the Congressional, Congressional Medal of Honor. Honor. They gave you the title <laughs> of listener. They gave you the Thieves Guild. They gave you the Companions. <laughs> I love this. Well, that's just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, true story. I actually saw Gary Sinise at uh, Reagan International Airport. I saw him. He made eye contact with me. I acknowledged I knew who he was. He nodded, and he went about his way. And that was it for him, huh? That was it. Oh, your doppelganger, and <laughs> then on. And I was you're like, gonna die soon. I was like, yeah, I got a, I got a uh, visual acknowledgement from Lieutenant Dan. Gary, saw a kindred spirit. Gary Sinise is is great. He really is one of those those just like low key like down to earth actors that that you can't help but love. Love him. Yeah. Love him. Absolutely. Um, of course, it would not be a podcast without the Tamrielic historian Mike himself. He likes a good role in the hay. Hey, Mike. Ah, uh, yes, the role in the hay. <laughs> 
It is much more sobering than the Battle of Mead from last week. Oh, oh. which, listen, um, I, I we got to just, for just a second, I want to throw the brakes on real quick. I'm, I'm giving Mike the round of applause here for our most popular episode of Classic Ever. The, I saw that it was like insanely like the bar on that thing was just all the way to the right. It was. Somebody moved the slider. <laughs> well, that's that's the iTunes thing, sure, um, without a doubt. But listener feedback was out of this world. And, um, you know, Mike and, and of course, Mark as well, uh, who's, you know, should be congratulated by proxy here since he's not here today. Um, just you guys just, you know, you did you did. um um, you did an amazing job. I should say Zephan as well. Yeah, <laughs> so Zephan was Zephan there. Was, Zephan was there. Zephan was there. <laughs> and Encouraging yes. me to drink more mead. Right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having a hard time, you know, remembering it. But um, yes, <laughs> Zephan, I should say, by proxy, who was there and had a hand in doing the show. <laughs> uh, should be should be uh, congratulated by proxy as well. Just uh, just a lot of listener feedback. Everyone really loved it, and and Mike and Zephan um, just put on a great show. So so thank you guys very much. Very good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I know it's a uh, yeah, you know maybe trash. not the hangover afterwards, but you know. <laughs> did you really? Did the meat affect you? No. <laughs> oh, okay. It sounded like it did. I was in full belief that you guys were like at a bar and just talking about mead. It was great. No, I did have a couple glasses, but not to the point where I was like hammered or anything. Most of it was an act. <laughs> Except for that song. That song was ridiculous. That was not singing. That was you guys trying to speak sing through the whole thing. Embarrassed. Yeah. I can assure you I will never pretend to be drunk on stream. My my uh my inebriation will always be authentic. <laughs> and another thing. <laughs> uh, my listeners couldn't wait for me to get through a whole case of mead. <laughs> Good lord. Dude, the only people that really pretend to be drunk, I guess, are teenage girls. No, it's not true. It's not no? true. Okay. No. Um, so the chat room here. Okay, hello, <laughs> hello, Twitch chat room. All right. Um, they were calling out that uh, there was there was an issue with the uh, with the audio there in the chat room, but we got that figured out. So so thank you very much for uh, for calling out uh, the fact that there was an issue. Um, but uh, we also want to take the moment to say hello and and thanks for joining us today, uh, chat room. We also want to say thank you to our awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, for for supporting us and our amazing QGN Con attendees as well uh, for for coming uh, to to QGN Con 2017 uh, that was that was absolutely fantastic and uh, look forward to information about 2018. Uh, we also want to thank our iTunes five star reviewers from the U.S. B underscore Ty Bodo and uh, thanks uh, to to Setsua thirty. <laughs> Gee. I wonder who that could have been. <laughs> I, have I don't no know. Idea. <laughs> who was that? I think the guy's getting older. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Satsua. Uh, and from Canada, we have Rajar, who was uh, very clever in in writing his uh, five star iTunes review in uh, in character as as some sort of Khajiit from elsewhere. So that was fun to read. Nice. And, and uh, DN Dwarf eighty eight from the United Kingdom. Thank you so much for all the wonderful, uh, wonderful things that you have said. Uh, we've got a great show for you tonight, everyone. We're going to be talking about Clockwork City that came out today. 
The Witches Festival is back. It's exactly the same as last year, too. We'll be talking about that as well. And uh, 2017, well, gosh, gee, Willikers, folks. It's been a really exciting year for us Elder Scrolls fans, and we're going to take a step back and take a quick look at uh, some of the awesome stuff that's actually come out this year. And what's what's to come still? Uh, the year's not done yet. So, uh, of course, we've got that, plus a new gameplay challenge, lore, laughs, your emails, and and more. But before we get into any of that, quick, we'd like to mention Mike. Skyrim VR and Skyrim Switch release date. It's coming soon, Friday, the uh, 17th of November. So, 11, 17, 17. So, they couldn't figure out 11, 11, 11 again, I guess. So, we're going to get Skyrim <laughs> six years later. You and are so angry that they, don't do, they didn't do that, aren't you? You're like I, Monk. You're like, yeah. in the cards. Yeah. Should be 11, 11, 17. It should be 17, 17, 17. I don't understand why they're not doing that. Well, yeah, you know. Uh, and then Clockwork City update is now live. So open up your browser or your uh, downloader and start downloading. Uh, it carries the new transmutation system. So, you know, uh, if you have that uh, stupid, well-fitted jerkin, you can now make it a divines. <laughs> ESO is getting 4K visuals for Xbox One X. And don't forget to check out our QGN shop on questgamingnetwork.com for great QGN apparel from all of your favorite QGN podcasts. That's right. Now, uh, we have a, a special word nice and early in the show uh, from the, the uh, prognosticator of prognosticators, that, uh, that, that fuzzy constellation reader from elsewhere, the one, the only, our friend, Jazzledar. What say you, good sir? This one came into his area and found the two moons horoscope has been violated and soiled by two moons. One of a boy who has a yellow face with spiky hair and the other one, something that is not Master or Secunda, both of them showing their moons to me. If you are going to poop in the sand, do it in someone else's sand. This one cannot work like this. So this one is gone. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, don't go. Oh, no, just talk about I was helping. Oh, we, we don't have video on the stream, do we? Damn. Well, we now do. Yeah, um, I'm showing. Uh, I'm showing everyone my my stream. <laughs> so I thought. I thought Rob put the um, Rob. I thought Liz. Uh, damn it, Mike. Eventually, I get the host right. <laughs> I thought Mike was the one who put the um, the 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 Bart Simpson mooning and the apparently the moon mooning <laughs> pictures in here. Yeah. No, I came in to, to write my two moons horoscope. I scrolled down and I, I get two moons to the face. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I shall rant and rage instead uh, and then storm off. Slam the door. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> well, Argo thinks this is funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Actually, you know what? I'm glad I'm glad you brought up Riargo just then because um, – <laughs> Uh, there is one more thing before we we uh, we get started in earnest. Um, I, that oh I'd my like God, to. I just thought of a parody. Uh, what's that? Riago Bagheera. Let's. No. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling to elsewhere. <laughs> Downward Kajidi don't care. Pooping in the sand. <laughs> oh jeez. Getting real. <laughs> we'll take a traveling caravan 
down oh. over to the endless sands. <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> we uh, we may not actually have a uh, a show next week, one way or the other, um, because we are going to be uh, recording the um, the the uh, the witches festival uh, celebration. Um, and when you when you guys actually get the witches Se- uh, festival celebration, I think you're going to understand why uh, we we likely are not going to do either classic or Elder Scrolls off the record. Um, because there's there's a lot of work that's going into the writing on this. Uh, we're doing we're doing a bunch of stuff. Okay, um, I'm not going to explain at all because I don't want to spoil anything. But um, you know, I'm, we're we're going to be working pretty hard to uh, to make sure that that you guys get get a really fun um, a really fun th- podcast for um, uh, Halloween and for for the the witches festival. Okay, so. Uh, Whatever we're doing, we're not going to really be adding in any like sound effects or anything like that. So I do want to, you know, prime you for that because um, that may that may let some folks down. Um, but I, I think what we've got coming up is is going to be uh, just as good, uh, maybe if not better, depending on on your style. So um, I'm not sure. Okay, we might we may still do classic. We may not. Um, Mike and I have to have to talk and, and sort of figure out what we want to do with that. Um, but, but right now I just kind of want to throw it out there for everyone, um, that we may not be doing classic depending, um, because we're going to be, uh, putting out a really, a really kick-ass fun, uh, celebration for, for Halloween and for the Witches Festival. Okay. Speaking of the Witches Festival this Friday coming up, right, Rob? Yes. We are having, uh, the guild, uh, party. Oh, very nice. Right. Okay. I have. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. You got. You guys what? have anything planned for it? I've only spent 400k on decorating the house. Wow. Wow. It must look yeah. amazing. Yep. How many people can get into the uh, guild house? Um. Is it 40? I have no idea, but uh, I can check here in just a second. It's it's the largest of the houses, so I, right. It's I, I a just, huge number. Yeah, I can't remember uh, how many people can get into what size houses. I know that the house that I have, I think it only lets 12 in. Uh, I know that I can place 700 items. (laughs) Right. Damn. Damn, that sounds great. Nowhere near enough. So what? I I need more fog. Any any guys have any kind of like, you know, details um, on this? I know a lot of the uh, the guild members listen to the show. Well, they're popping raffles. Uh, but basically, this is uh, this is kind of a, a Dancing with Daggers uh, guild event. Uh, it just happens to fall on a Friday. We're going to be streaming it. Uh, Friday's prime time. That's when a lot of people are on. Uh, so we're just going to be pretty much streaming from uh, in-game QGN Manor, uh, having fun. Uh, I'm going to put on a nice little Halloween playlist that I've thrown together. And we're just going to kick back and have fun, just kind of like the old days of the Rosie Lion, uh, only in uh, the uh, QGN Manor. Uh, and there may or may not be a costume contest. Um, you know, we, we will certainly comment on people's costumes if they want to get all, uh, all decked up and try to make themselves look like, uh, you know, something, uh, in game, you know, and, and, and if you're creative using, you know, the various, uh, you know, in game costumes, uh, and or hats or just mix up your own armor sets, you know, love to see what people come up with. You know, because this is all for fun. No prizes or anything like that. At least, you know, like we don't have a whole lot to give. 
this is just going to be a bunch of us hanging out. Okay. Sounds like a lot of fun, actually. So 24. 24 people can come to the the, the party. Okay. All right. And there'll obviously be uh, four daggers plus Mike. Um, so that leaves 19. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have tryouts. Tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, sounds sounds like fun, guys. It's gonna be a, should be a great stream for sure. I know um, I know a lot of people like uh, like going into the going into the stream and checking that out. And you know, so so close to Halloween, you know, it's 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 cool. That's really cool. I'm glad you guys put that together. And and Mike, thank wow, 400k gold for all of that. That's that's amazing. And it oh, looks amazing. If you haven't seen it, go in there and check it out. He's, I'm he's... gonna do a recording, I think, and possibly post it on my own YouTube just so that we have it for posterity um, of like a walkthrough of the entire thing. It's insane, especially at night when like the candles are lit and everything. Um, yeah. It looks so goddamn good. Yeah. So I think we're going to have, you know, I might, you know, pony up for some uh, pro- costume uh, prizes and stuff like that. So, um, but you know, if you're going to be around on Friday, you know, pop on in, we'll be there. We'll be having fun. Okay. And, uh, will be scary as hell. All right, sounds great. Um, well, we've got uh, we've got a bunch of stuff that we want to talk about today. Um, Rob, you mind uh, jumping into our our first uh, our first thing here? I guess uh, take it up to the bullet points, and then we'll we'll switch from there. Okay. Well, fresh, hot off the presses is Clockwork City, uh, released today. Just downloaded mine a few hours ago. The new Clockwork City DLC is finally uh, released. The ESO Plus members found their launchers furiously downloading the game pack when they came back to Tamriel today on PC and Mac systems. If you're not an ESO Plus member, you can get the DLC for 2,000 crowns in the Crown Store, or you can also get the Clockwork City DLC Collector's Bundle for 4,000 crowns. This includes the Clockwork Skivaton, I think I said that right, pet, (coughs) excuse me, the Kagudi Fabricant Mount, and five, count them, five Crown XP Scrolls. Hmm. For those who may have forgotten or who were not aware, wh- here is what the uh, Clockwork City DLC contains. All right, and uh, Mike, let's do the other bullet points. Okay, an entire dwarven theme zone created by Sothasil. It will continue the Daedric Prince war theme for Morsinium and the Morrowind's storyline. Similar in size to the Dark Brotherhood and Thieves Guild main questline. There are two world bosses, two delves, quests and daily quests, new item sets, motif chapters, and tons of collectibles. There is a new 12-player trial, Asylum Sanctorium. It is a mini-trial, three bosses, two small, one large. You can do them in different orders, and the difficulty is based on the order which you decide to kill the bosses. There are new weapons, the Asylum weapons, and a new polymorph that drops from the highest difficulty completion. There's a new battleground, the Crazy King. Your team must seize a capture point location that jumps randomly around the map. More to come on this on a later date. There's performance improvements on all platform. Zoss has noticed a 15-20% to increase in frame rate. A trait tracker, which will allow you to see which traits you have unlocked when you look at an item. Transmutation Station, what's your function? Conjunction Junction, <laughs> aka retrading, allows you to retrade armor and weapons 
whenever you want, as long as you have the trait researched. It requires a transmutation station found in the Brass Fortress, or you can buy one for your home. And it requires transmutation crystals found in bet level dungeons and trials. Although there is rumor that normal trials will also drop them. Update 16 will have numerous bug fixes, Quest Gaming Network, balances, <laughs> changes, performance, improvements, plus Xbox One X support. So, All right. Um, so, those so, are your highlights. Uh, very good. Thank you. Um, the, the trade tracker is actually right there in your inventory. It's, uh, it's pretty seamless. Um, I had a chance today since I was off to, to sort of download, um, download the, uh, the new, the new DLC and, uh, and take a look at, at, at it. Um, Clockwork City looks really good. And, um, I started the first quest to, which gets you into, um, which gets you into the Clockwork City. Um, you gotta talk to, uh, I think it's, uh, Devoth Fear or something like that, or something like that. Um, he's in Mournhold. But, um, I, I believe an NPC will spawn for you, probably somewhere near, uh, a local way shrine. What I ended up doing was I just opened up my map and I zoomed out to where you sort of see like the different planes, like you got Cold Harbor next to Tamriel, like that large map. Well, right. Clockwork City is now below Tamriel and you can click on that and just jump to the way shrine that is, that is there. Um, so I ended up doing that and, and an NPC popped up and she gave me the initial quest to go speak to, um, Devoth Fur, which is in Mournhold. So I followed the way shrine over to, um, uh, over to Mournhold and, um, spoke with him and he, you know, led me down to, you know, where, where you gotta go. And, um, it's, it's cool. It's a lot of fun. It's really exciting. Um, the, things in in clockwork city are very different looking uh so yeah i mean even down to like you know the books that you read the chests that you open they really like they did a good job with it so far so from what i've seen so far it's pretty exciting um the trade tracker it's right there in your inventory all you got to do is just you open up your inventory and and if you have um you're gonna get uh, you're gonna see um a couple of new icons there's four new ones in total and they basically tell you that the particular item in your inventory can either you you can either research the trait, um, it's either ornate, intricate, or that the trait uh, the trait has changed. So, um, and if there's no icon there, it means that the trait it, it either the item either doesn't have a trait or that the the trait itself has has been researched. So so it gives you a heads up and it lets you know like hey this is. If you're looking at this, might be an item you want to pay attention to in in some way. That's cool because there is um, an add-on that used to do that with the little box next to it. Mm -hmm. And if the box was gray, you knew it. If the box was red, you needed to know it. If it was green, it was a duplicate. Yep. And so that'll be nice to take an add-on off. That'll help with uh, some of the lag here. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's nice to sort of see some of that come into the game in in earnest this way. You know. If, you know, an add-on developer sort of just goes MIA, and the the add-on just breaks after a couple of updates. Like you're not oh, just out of it. Yeah. There's two so things. Sad. There's two things I noticed in the few you know minutes that I've had a chance to to log on and look at things. Other than all my add-ons are effed up. Um, <laughs> one is that you know that glow around enemies and around 
non-player characters. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of the non-player characters, like your merchants, now have a glow also. So they have, a, a, at least when I logged on to my main, and I don't know if that's the case with all of them, my, the merchants had like a green glow around them. So not just the yellow. And like other players had a blue glow. So I don't know if that is something from one of my add-ons being screwed up, but I've never seen it before. I just usually see the white around people that you can pickpocket and red around enemies. So just something to be aware of. And then anybody who has a master sword, you open up your character and you get a special email. You now get a master shield to go with your master sword. Nice. What do you mean a master sword? Uh, Dragon Star Arena. So if you've completed Dragon Star Arena on Vet, uh, you got and you got a master sword, which is part of the sword and shield line. Yeah. Uh, they now send you a master shield, and so the master shield adds. 400 maximum magicka, 400 maximum health, 400 maximum stamina, and increase. And this one here that I have is impenetrable. It's part of the Puncture Remedy set. Uh, when you deal damage with Puncture, you heal yourself for 2,500 points of health, and you gain spell and physical resistance. So, yeah. Same type of thing with the uh, Maelstrom weapons. If you happen to have a Maelstrom sword or mace, um, the same thing happens. You will get a Maelstrom shield, and just like... Mike said, um, the set piece uh, now becomes a two-piece thing where you have to have the sword or mace and shield on in order to get the uh, benefit from the low slash ability, which I can't remember what it is because I don't freaking use it. But Yeah, that's the one that increases your return of ultima- ultimate right. every time that, you do yeah. it. That's right. Uh, Liz, you had, a, you had a quick question, it sounded like. Uh, no, I was, I was teasing. He said Master Sword, and I thought of Link. Oh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. So, what is this, uh, Skyrim on Switch now? <laughs> Look, but also... <laughs> right? I... But I'm thinking, well, if you're using a sword and board, then you get extra stuff, but I guess you do that if you go dual-wield anyway, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm not too sure exactly um, what what we sort of want to spend some time on in regards to, to clockwork city. Um, but I, there are, there are a couple of things I think we should probably at least sort of like, you know, uh, pay attention to, or at least call out for, for the listener without having to get into the weeds. Right. Um, number one, I think is, is the price, which we did cover, but we'll, we'll throw it out again, just in case um, you can get the DLC for 2000 crowns. If you're not an ESO plus member uh, for 4,000 crowns, you can get the collector's bundle. It's going to include obviously the DLC plus a uh, the Skivaton pet and the Kaguti fabricant mount, and like my uh, Rob had said, five crown XP scrolls. So I, that's probably like the number one thing that people are going to want to have us maybe repeat or, or spend a minute on. But um, Skiv- I've got to look up the Skivaton pet. You know, what? It's, it's like a it's a tiny little brass mouse with like a huge like wind up dial on its back. Aww. It's it's it is. Captain, is can you have your cute? like little kitty out it's at cute. the same time and it just scurries around? <laughs> and your little kitty can play with it. Uh, you know what? It that would be an awesome memento. I would like that. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Like have toys for your pets to play with, and like the the um the uh, panthers and or whatever they want to call them, jaguar panthers. Yeah. Uh, they get like a carcass of a deer or something <laughs> or an elk. Oh my god! And they're like, I don't play with it. <laughs> Um, so it's, it, God, it's, Peter it's, would have a field day with it. Oh, God, yeah. oh my God, that thing is hilarious looking. <laughs> it's cute. It is really cute. Um, I wonder if I can buy it without buying the whole package. Well, I haven't. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Maybe. 
maybe. Um, the Kagudi fabricant mount, it's it's pretty cool looking. Um, me in particular, I'm not I'm not too interested in this. I didn't I I just you know I'm an ESO Plus member, so I just downloaded it. I'm not going to go for the collector's bundle on this. Yep. Um, however, the, I did I did sort of lose my mind in the in the uh, the Crown Store earlier today with some things. <laughs> When we talk about the Witches Festival, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but uh, we have uh, a bunch of new item sets and class balance changes, too. Uh, one class balance change in particular I want to sort of call out because I had a really positive experience with this today. Um, which is really not often the case when it comes to class balance changes. Most people are like, this sucks, get rid of it! This one, I'm like, this is a change I never knew I wanted. <laughs> um, so we'll get into that, I guess, a little bit later. But there are 12 new item sets available in in Clockwork City. Um, it says uh, three item sets available at crafting stations uh, in Clockwork City. Three item sets available as drops throughout Clockwork City. And six available as drops in the new trial, Asylum Sanctorum. And then um, there's a list here. Okay. Uh, to acquire any of these? By Ow, cat! <laughs> oh, she got, got assaulted. Captain Nibbles no, there. One of my you. headphones was was hanging down by my leg, and apparently he was pouncing. Okay. Ow! And he got. Are you all okay. right? Yeah, I'm fine. That I'm sounded fine. like a lot of pain right there. It, it was right into the flesh. Ouch! <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, sorry. Poor, um, poor Liz. It was scary. Well, I'm too scared to like do his claws, you know, uh, cap, cut him because I don't want to cut him to the quick. But anyway, um, are you going to be able to acquire these things if you don't do trials? Can you buy them off of people, or are they only tradable for a little while? Yeah, or the, any drop set like that that's dungeon or trial, it's going to be group based and only tradable for two hours, like normal. Right. So, okay. yeah, if so you don't have that... the system, you can't buy the trial gear or the uh, the dungeon gear. Oh. Uh... Right. I think, like, in this list where it says Clockwork City dropped, you have the three sets of uh, light, medium, and, he uh, and heavy that drop. Those, I do believe, are going to be tradable, I'm pretty sure, uh, because those are going to be from, like, world bosses and treasure chests and things like that. The ones that are not going to be tradable to anybody not with you in the group at the time of acquisition are the uh, Asylum and Perfect Weapons. Uh, because those are basically trial gear that that you get. So those Perfect weapons. Uh, yes. Yeah. The uh, high and mighty. What do you think of themselves? God, they're like we're perfect. Yeah, yeah they're perfected. Yeah. Uh, Except that a lot of people are <laughs> are mad because it's not. It's only like three percent difference between the normal and the perfected version. And uh, they mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on one of the ESO lives that. They wanted people to feel rewarded for completing the material, but didn't want the the gap between, you know, people coming in and people who are established to just keep getting wider and wider. So three percent is what I think that they decided as like the difference between the two. I so, think that's fair. Yeah, that sounds pretty. Some fair. of these are cool. Now we're talking about the difference. We're talking about the asylum weapons now. Um, yes, the, the ones that yes. drop out of out of normal asylum. And then the ones that drop out of, uh, was it Vet, I guess, Vet Asylum. Yep. And the ones yeah, that so drop out of Vet Asylum are, are the perfected, quote-unquote, perfected version. Yeah, right. so, like, here's Chaotic Whirlwind. You deal damage with Whirlwind. You add 10 seconds to your active Twin Slashes, Lacerate, Blade Cloak, over time effects. This, occur, can, this can occur once per cast of those abilities. 
Now, if you get the perfected version, instead of 10 seconds, it's 12 seconds. So another two seconds time. Um, further down, uh, where is it here? Uh, bl uh, timeless Blessing. When you cast Blessing and Protection, the cost of your magic and stamina healing abilities are reduced by 27% for three seconds. With the perfected version, it's reduced by 30% for three seconds. So, you know, uh, it, they're a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it is just an absolutely insane increase uh, over the, uh, the the regular uh, Asylum weapons. Uh, you know, obviously people are still going to want to go for them, but I think in the end it's not going to make that big of a difference in the end. So yeah. let's make mention of, uh, of some of the gear now. Um, we've got three gear sets that you can craft. Um, all of these sets are available in... Light, medium, and heavy. Um, you've got Innate Axiom, Fortified Brass, and Mechanical Acuity. Um, the Innate Axiom, it adds uh, Max Magicka Stamina, adds Spell Crit and Weapon Crit, and then um, 5 out of 5 is uh, adds 400 spe Spell and Weapon Damage to your class abilities. Uh, Fortified Brass adds Max Health, Physical Resistance, Spell Resistance. Um, it adds to your Physical Resistance... Um, yeah, so it so so that's what it does. It, it max health, and it adds to your physical and spell resistance. It's a tank set. It's right. a tank set. Yeah. Uh, mechanical acuity. Will, I'm sorry. There's some mod out there that would like label in some kind of tooltip. Hey, this is for tanking, so I don't have to like squint and look every single time and read amongst all the things and figure out. Oh, this is probably for a tank. Oh, this is probably for a sork that has a pet. Um, well, I haven't heard of anything. Do you do you know of anything, Rob? Well, Can I anybody think just... else find that. I think just over time of, of looking at a lot of these sets, uh, you can just kind of see by what it's offering. Uh, you just kind of know what type of set it's going to be. If it says resistance, it's a tank set. Yeah. But then some, sometimes it's also like, a, you know, it'll increase your spell power and that. And I'm like, I got to wait between the two. And yeah. of course, I play at four in the morning and I'm, you know, getting ready for bed. So I can't, you know, I, I'm not thinking. And that's my problem. But you know, that's not everybody else's problem. But that's well, something. If you have. If you have any questions, you're not awake stuff. at that point. Well, send me a text, damn it. Jeez. I don't want to wake you up. <laughs> don't worry, I got my phone on Do Not Disturb. Well, let's yeah, get this uh, let's get this third one out. Um, mechanical acuity. All right. This also adds uh, weapon uh, and spell damage plus max stamina and magicka. And the five out of five on this one is uh, when you deal damage, you have a fifteen percent chance to gain unerring mechanical vision for five seconds causing your attacks to always crit. And this effect can occur once oh. every 18 seconds. See, that's not bad. That's pretty badass. That, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, and these are crafted sets. Right. It, it, it's a crafted set. Uh, I, you know, I, obviously, I think that there's a lot of other you know, non-crafted sets out there that are going to be better. But this provides another option uh, to... You know, players that you know, maybe maybe they already have an insane amount of crit, or they already have an insane amount of weapon damage or spell damage. Uh, and if they want to get that little bit of extra boost, I know that sorcerers uh, uh, with the surge ability, every time that they uh, they hit with a critical ability, uh, they get a heal from it. Um, now it can only happen every couple seconds, uh, or like once every second, or something like that, but. This makes it so that for at least five seconds, you're going to get a lot of health back. 
and it could be that you can then take that those points that you're dumping into your crit strikes, you know, and redistribute them to weapon damage or exactly. to recovery or something else, because you know that every time you're going to, you know, you're going to have this increase where it's fifteen percent chance of gaining the this perfect strike for five seconds. Right. So. Um, all right. I wanted to just take a quick mention uh, that once again, just you know, for those of you who uh, maybe are just joining us into the uh, the Twitch channel, um, we are talking about uh, you know some of the brand new changes that came out with Clockwork City today, um, and we're going through some uh, some of the uh, some of the sets that uh, that are brand new. Um, we just spoke about some of the crafted sets, and um, and now we're going to uh, the last bit that I think we're going to jump on with this is um, the three dropped sets that, that you can expect from, from Clockwork City. Um, you've got a light, a medium, and a heavy. Uh, the light is called Mad Tinkerer. It adds uh, spell crit as well as spell damage, and the five out of five is uh, when you deal damage, you have a 10% chance to summon a verminous, verminous, rather, verminous fabricant that charges the nearest enemy, dealing 10,000 shock damage to all enemies in its path, knocking them into the air, and stunning them for two seconds. The effect can occur every 10 seconds. I, I foresee this getting nerfed very <laughs> fast. Um, well, like, actually, I, I want to jump onto Liz with this one here because Liz, Cyrodiil. you're, you're a, exactly. yeah, you're a, you're a light armor wearing kind of gal, you know, healing and whatnot. Does this, does this, uh, do you like that as a healer? What I heard was knocking somebody up in the air and freezing them. And then all that I saw in my head were people like mid-air frozen like Harry Potter style. Plus 10,000 shock damage is almost half of their health. And then I saw it happening in Cyrodiil. Like I took the Harry Potter characters that were frozen mid-air and then I put them into Cyrodiil and I was like, wow, this is going to suck if you get it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, as a healer, do you think this is something that you'd want to you'd want to have for your character is the question. I'm not asking about you and Cyrodiil. A stun is nice. Mm -hmm. Um to do that, um, I, I have noticed when I used to play the PvP a lot more than I still do, um, I was trying to find some skills that would stun because some people are just like juggernauts and you're like, I just need to get away. So. Now, Mike, um, you were saying that you think this is going to get nerfed. Uh, what what about this? Yeah, the, the, the stun, the knocking into air, you know, two seconds here, 10,000 shock damage to everything in its path. Yeah, and it can occur every once every ten seconds. This has Cyrodiil written all over it, and you know whenever there's something like that going on, you know it's almost immediately that you know it's exploited and people start to you know complain about it in the forums, and the either the stun or the uh, the knockdown will get nerfed, uh, and and or be able to be blocked. All right. Um, I want to jump onto medium and then to the heavy, and then we'll uh, we'll sort of give our our ideas on that, um, just to sort of expedite this. Um, Unfathomable darkness. That is your uh, your medium drop set out of this. It adds weapon crit, physical penetration, and weapon damage. And the five out of five is uh, when you deal damage, you have a ten percent chance to call a murder of crows around you for twelve seconds. Uh, every three seconds, a crow will be sent to peck the closest enemy within 12 meters of you, dealing 4,000 physical damage. And that can occur every 15 seconds. You better believe I'm getting this set. Yes, this set is amazing. <laughs> I've been talking about that for a while, haven't you? This is just one of those sets that 
Well, it may not necessarily be like, you know, trial set or, or Maelstrom or, or DSA set, but this is one that I would definitely run around with just because. You're also going to see this very uh, popular, I think, for the first three items because of that, that physical penetration, um, which would be critical in Cyrodiil. So I, especially if you can then pair it with like a master weapon or a uh, maelstrom weapon or one of the new perfected weapons. Yeah, you know, it allows you to have that physical penetration with three items, but I'm after it for the five piece. Well, I got to say this. Um, I mean, when you're wearing medium armor, you're almost exclusively going for a, a DPS build. I mean, that is that is what medium armor is essentially getting tuned for. I mean, yeah, you've got your healing and you got your tanking builds for it, but I, I, I think... I think 90% of people out there that throw the the medium armor on, they're they're basically saying, you know, I want something that's going to do damage. Um, The 5 out of 5 here, it begins with when you deal damage, not when you have a crit, okay? It's when you're dealing damage. You're dealing damage pretty much all the time. (laughs) Yep. And it's a 10% chance. That's a really high chance for something you're doing really pretty much all the time. Um, and, and I, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's cool. It's, it's, uh, it's very interesting. Um, I wonder Mr. how that's going to get, maybe, maybe too, um, Mike, this, I don't know, does this, does this sort of get your nerf spidey senses a tingling on that? No, on the, you know, the three piece, they'll finally have, a another penetration set, which is very much lacking in the game. Yeah. Um, and, and unless there's like some weird thing where like they've made each of these like 200 times what everything else is. You know, that, that murder of crows probably is going to cause problems because I'm sure that the effect will probably break, break stealth a lot because every time you have something like that, it always breaks stealth and people... Like the beam there with the um, uh, with the netches. The, <laughs> the wardens, you know, their stealth... The uh, the netches stealth, but the beam was visible. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I could... I'm sure that, you know, with this, that these crows are probably going to be swarming around and people are going to be like, yep, yeah, there's a player. I did not know that was a thing. That's amazing. Yep. Oh yeah. You just, oh, you just see this nest with this freaking lightsaber coming out of it. Yeah, there was a, a floating um, lightsaber. It's a player. There, there was a time when you used to be able to have pets in Cyrodiil, and I noticed that was taken away. If it's not a battle pet, it's just you know. A, a, my yeah, like your out. cat or your. Yep. Because even if you went into stealth. You know your your pet would you know roam around. Hey, somebody's here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Last one is the heavy armor set, guys. It's called Live Wire. It adds healing taken, max health, and uh, the five out of five is uh, when you take damage. You have a 25%, which is all the time. I'm getting smacked in the face like a, like a bitch every single time I'm a tank. <laughs> you have a 25% chance to overload your circuits, applying concussion to enemies within 8 meters of you, dealing 1,000 health for each enemy hit. This effect can occur once every 8 seconds. Again. Uh, sounds, like, sounds like leeching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, applying concussion to enemies within 8 meters of you and healing for a thousand health for each enemy hit. Oh only- God! Yeah, really. So, yeah. so number one, that's gonna uh, that's definitely gonna help out. Um, that's gonna help out the healer a lot because I'm sure uh, there is going to be lots of instances where where the healer needs to heal everyone in the group and may not have the magicka to to carry the tank in certain moments during a fight. And and this sounds to me like it's gonna 
give the healer a little bit of a helping hand. Like, yeah, but I I know exactly what Liz was just about to say yeah, there when she it made is that sound. The Zerg breaker upper, isn't it? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a tank Zerg breaker. Yeah. Because <laughs> can you imagine you run in there and everybody's just wailing on you? You're because there are cert- there are tanks in Cyrodiil, um, because there's that one guy that is just ass and everybody wants to kill him and they all swarm around him. You, you've seen it happen. And that guy's going to pop that off and, you know, yep. It's going to be like uh, Vicious Death was or, you know, except in heavy armor instead of light. So you're going to be able to survive the hits, too. Yeah. Plus with concussion, I don't know what that means, if that's going to produce a stun, a knockback. A stun, it sounds like. And the person's then going to heal themselves. (laughs) Yeah, that, and yeah, only 18 seconds. By the time people recover and they stop cussing at the person... They're probably going to be able to do it again. Concussion so. makes it so that you can, uh, or so that the uh, target can go off balance easier. That's going to be a night uh, nightblade tank build then for for uh, Cyrodiil. Um, okay, so so um, I want to I want to jump off that real quick, and uh, I want to sort of jump into um, you know some of the class balance changes. All right, now I'm going to say this: everyone got touched. Okay. Um, Where did he touch you? Show me on the doll. He touched me on the solar barrage, and I loved it. (laughs) It was consensual touch. Okay. What? No, it wasn't consensual. But I'm coming back for more. Jenny and ask her if that's okay with her. I haven't had a chance to uh, to to take a look at um, you know what happened with uh, as far as Templars go, uh, the Eclipse skill, healing ritual, and cleansing ritual. Um, but as far as I know, like I, I had a, I have solar barrage on my, my, my bar and, uh, I fired it off when I was in, um, when I was, you know, going through the, the initial quest to get into, um, clockwork city. And I thought for a minute there that something was broken or like my computer was stalling or something, but no, um, solar barrage now has a, um, has a, it's it's one of the morphs of it allows the effect of solar barrage to be an instant effect. Uh, the base skill, there's a charge-up time, so to speak. Well, now the charge-up time is back, okay? However, it's it's a charge-up time I don't think you're going to mind when you see the effect afterward. Basically, what happens now is... And I could read it off the notes here, but reading it off the notes does it zero justice at all whatsoever. What ends up happening is you charge up, okay, for like a second um, solar flare. That's the morph we're talking about. You charge up solar flare for like a second. And then like these little like sparkles almost of like of light sort of hang in the no, air. Around. Jubilee. They're they're kind of tough to really see. No, not like Jubilee. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of tough more, to more see. More like, uh, you know, he's going to be a, a vampire that sparkles now. <laughs> it's a cloud. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's kind of like a cloud. Anyway. I, I don't really know how to describe it because it's not it's not cl- it's not a cloud, but it's not, you know, freaking, you know, uh, wimpy like like, you know, sparkly vampires and, and whatnot um but it so so like you could definitely tell there's a there's a there is a magical effect uh hanging around you and then all of a sudden it just explodes outward and it deals like for me and and for the amount of power that that i have right now it deals 3000 uh 3500 rather 3500 uh damage in an aoe effect and then you think like okay so that sucks it's delayed but then it happens again and then it happens a third time. So, so this thing, so you fought you, so you charge it up for half, for like a second, 
And then it fires off three times without you having to do anything else in like a six second increment. And it's like, it's really badass. Like I loved it. I thought it was really cool. That sounds pretty cool. I wouldn't have, yeah. had you not said it fires off three times, I would have been like, who else is around me doing that? I'm serious. <laughs> That's actually what I had. I thought the exact same thing because. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. And I thought something was wrong. And then I'm like, wait a second. Hold on. So then I kind of like sequestered myself to like an area where there weren't enemies. And I just sort of popped this ability off and I watched it. And then like, that's exactly what happened. I, I, I charged it up for for about a second. All right. And then like, there's this, this cloud around me. And then all of a sudden, boom, boom, <laughs> boom. I'm like, whoa, this is pretty cool. And, and you know, mobs melt, dude. <laughs> it's badass. Can I say it? Can I say it? Say it. Yep. Say it. It's a holy fart. <laughs> <laughs> so now we got the Jesus theme. And God said, let there be gas. And we got the holy fart. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty happy with the Templar right now. I got a Jesus beam and a holy fart. I don't know where it goes from here. Maybe some divine puking would be great. <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's kind of what I had. Uh, I haven't had a chance to check out anything else um, as far as the Dawn's Wrath line or the Restoring Light line. Um, there are changes, and uh, everyone, listen, just just pay attention uh, real close. If your character's doing something funky, I would say just, just you know, evaluate it. Take a quick look at what the new tooltip says. Um, certainly go to uh, elderscrollsonline.com, go to the forum section, and you can see the uh, the notes, and you can just scan on down to where your, your class is, and you'll see what the changes are from there. Like I said, everyone got touched. No one got spared. Even some weapons got a little haranguing, I believe. Um, and we haven't had a chance to, to go through any of this. That's not what we normally do on the show anyway. Um, but since that was one thing I did happen to notice, I thought it'd be uh, good to sort of call out. It sounds amazing actually for healers because it's that one skill. You can have one skill on a bar that will do a bunch of damage and you can also do things in between the three bursts. Right. That sounds amazing. Actually, I'm really excited because that was a really boring skill before then. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, yeah. I liked the, um, I like the instant effect, but this is, even though it's not instant, this is definitely a nice, a nice change. It's worth the, the little weight. Yeah. Yeah. I really think so. Cause yeah, I could pop that off, still do some damage and then heal your ass, jump it off cliffs. <laughs> um, Okay. In regards to this, does anyone have anything they just want to call out real quick or, or not yet? Maybe maybe some other time. Nope. I like the name of the uh, the new uh, crafting motif there uh, that is based off of Nocturnal. So uh, it's going to be, where did it go? Oh, no. I say it and I can't find it now. Uh, the Ebon. Where is it? There it is. The Ebon Shadow Style. So. Look forward to that. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, Liz, you want to uh, you want to take a stab at our our second topic here, or you want to uh, kick that over to Mike? Is because it's called the season of the witch. Is that why you want me to? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's awesome. <laughs> no. Now uh, I will. <laughs> uh, no, I'm asking because I I know you're you're having a tough time sort of uh sort of reading the screen a little bit so. Oh, no, I printed it out this time. I was at work, so I printed it out. All right. Okay, um, great. 
Yeah, uh, the Witches Festival is back for its second year, starting Friday, 10-20, till Wednesday, 11-1. And every spook inspector in Tamriel is excited to get their whistle, to get their whistle, oh, the crow's whistle, and kill some bosses and get their blunder skulls, exclamation point. If you're wondering how to start this quest, use your crow collar whistle in your mementos under your collections tab in the game menu. The whistle gives you a two-hour double XP boost, which stacks with other XP bonuses immediately. (laughs) It also summons a witch's cauldron, which will polymorph you into a skeleton. However, one change Zoss did this year is that you don't need to be polymorphed in order to get double XP boost. Thank you. Thank you! Uh, don't worry if you missed out last year and don't have the crow collar whistle. It's free in the crown store under the holidays tab. And once you get it, it'll give you the quest, the witch mother's bargain and complete the quest. And you'll get to keep the whistle and you'll get to take advantage of scooping up the plunder skulls and all of the bosses in the game, including delve bosses, public dungeon bosses, four person dungeon bosses, trial bosses, and even world bosses. It's the boss. Yeah. Bows. Bows. And even if you have the whistle from last year, and if you want those, five points in achievement on another character you need to do that version so you got to go to the crown store to get the whistle yep i really like that you don't have to polymorph into that ugly ass skeleton i'm sorry i know looks shouldn't matter but it was gross especially with all the cool halloween costumes we now have yeah yeah why would you want to be an ugly skeleton in rags all day long thank you oh yeah uh, so we got a quick list here of what some of these plunder skulls contain, such as the uh, ho- Holojack motif pages, uh, 1 through 14. You can get those. Yeah, so if you missed off last year yeah. or missed out. Uh, amber marbles, which is uh, used for crafting the in the Holojack style. Uh, various furnishings. I've gotten a couple of spooky twigs. Uh, if those are new. Yeah. Man, did I feel... Like I achieved something when I pulled a twig out of my plunder skull. <laughs> oh my! Oh, they have, I mean, they had this last year—the sweet sanguine apples. I didn't realize that's an Oblivion reference. Oh. Yeah. Uh, hey, what'd you get, Avarin? I got a stick. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he, he lost that. his marbles and got a stick. Oh. Um, a whole host of recipes have uh, have come from Mara, like from that. this as well. Um, in rune boxes, okay. Scarecrow Spectre Mask, a pumpkin mask as well. And this year, which is brand new, the Hollow Jack Spectre Mask and the Thicket Man Spectre Mask can drop from rune boxes. Um, also, uh, <clears throat> guts, spider eggs, etc. Uh, creepy themed crafting items. So, so there's that. Um, all right. In addition, you're also going to uh, find Witches Festival items in the Crown Store, including masks, mounts, pets, new player house. Uh, also, uh, they have the return of the Scarecrow Spectre and Pumpkin Spectre polymorphs for 1,200 crowns apiece. And brand new this year, the Zombie Personality for 1,500 crowns. Um, I am not ashamed to admit that I went balls deep on those three. Balls deep? Balls. How deep, deep. did you go? Balls deep. <laughs> I could not hold myself back. I saw that I had 9,000 crowns, and I said, I'm buying the Scarecrow Spectre, the Pumpkin Spectre, and the Zombie Personality, and I'm mixing them all together. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. So I was walking around um, Daggerfall, uh, Wayrest, I should say, with uh, my Scarecrow Spectre Polymorph on and my zombie personality, and I took my, I took my, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, your weapons. I took my weapons off of my character, put them in my inventory, and I just I put on the old uh, RP walk. Nice. And I just started walking around, and, and I turned some heads. People were like, you know, oh, is this a player? Whoa. <laughs> it was cool. Check that out. Yeah, it was really cool to be able to combine those two. It's nice to see a personality that that changes the RP walk, like the drunk personality, and I thought that some of the other ones did. Uh, I think the Jester one does. Oh, that but, Jester one is a pain. But it's like, you know, you, you can definitely tell I, I think my favorite is the drunk walk because you actually stagger around yeah it's pretty funny don't you oh, isn't there like a vomit emote on that on that one too uh it, it, it is I, I think it's the sick emote yep uh but yeah like you actually throw up yeah all over the place it's awesome um now there is one other thing that we, we are going to jump into but uh but first before we in regards to the witches festival stuff um there is one other sort of topic we want to have with this um, but before we jump into that, uh, I want to sort of ask the guys, like, you know, is there anything that you want us to sort of stick to just yet? You know, talk about just yet um, in regards to uh, what we've brought up so far about the Witches Festival? Well, we also have two new mask packs, the Debella Doll Mask and the Nightmare Demon Mask Pack. Yep. And it's actually three items. So it's a Humanoid, an Argonian, and a Khajiit for each of them. And they have three die slots on each of them. And you can be a human wearing an Argonian mask or a Khajiit mask and vice versa. So it's actually kind of cool. It's not like some of the others where, you know, it based on your um, uh, race. So yeah. that's kind of cool that you can do that. Um, personally, for me, I think one of the best ways that I've been enjoying uh, doing the the uh, Witches Festival is, is just, um, just by doing four-man dungeons. I, sorry, four-person dungeons. Pardon me. Four-person dungeons. Um, reason being is because, you know, it's, it, it may be a lot of fun to sort of jump into, into delves and just, you know, kill the boss there over and over and over again and get plunder skulls. Um, but, uh, you do have a chance, um, I believe to get these rune boxes from the four person dungeons mm -hmm. and yeah. that's going to carry with it. Some of like the, the cooler, um, items, at least for me, I, I believe so. Um, and, and, um, and you don't have to deal with like large crowds, just zerging that, that one boss in the, in the delve. So it mm. can be a little annoying to, to put up with that. Yeah, we were yeah. getting five box or five pumpkin, uh, Matt or, um, yeah, well, five plunder skulls. skulls, uh, for each trial yesterday that we did. So we did two trials. We got 10 plunder skulls in about an hour and 15 minutes. So. And we actually had fun instead of just standing around looking at, you know, a, a boss spawn point. Right. Um, I, think if, I think if you're, like, out in the world or you're running, like, uh, regular four-person dungeons, I think the timer is four minutes between Plunder Skulls. Yeah. I think it's what it was last year. Uh, and it seemed to be pretty on par this year. So if, if, you, kill, uh, if you kill a boss, world boss, uh, delve boss, what, what have you, and you get a plunder skull. You, you I don't think you can get a, another plunder skull from that boss, for at least a, uh, another four minutes. Yeah. So do now, these plunder skulls include like when you get one? Um, can they have a rune box in them? 
Yes. That's yes. what I'm getting from these notes. Okay. Yes. Okay. They, they, it confused the crap out of me last year, and this is about the time where I was like, you know what? I'm going to play Oblivion and Skyrim a little bit more because I didn't understand what the hell the Plunderbox stuff was. And do, having to do a dungeon all the time, I'm like, man, I don't want to deal with that. Nope. Yeah. So you know, have there's, there's one more thing in the Crown Store, and that is the new Witch's Hut uh, that you can buy with crowns. Ah but, yes, I was actually hoping that you would uh, you would bring this up, Mike, because I I didn't I didn't actually check it out now, and I know you like checking out the uh, the houses. Yeah, so I bought the house, but I didn't buy it with crowns. If you have completed the witches festival, an um, un what is it, unpair uh, or no, unsparing harvest, um, where you've completed all of the witches festival, you can buy it for two hundred and fifty thousand gold pieces. And it's really a kind of, it's a it's just a little cottage, uh, no door, but it's got a huge amount of land associated with it, with like fog and creepy stuff all over the place. And um, yeah, if you, so it, it's linked to completing an achievement and nicely is it's only during the Witches' Festival. So you've got to complete this achievement during the Witches' Festival uh, in order to buy the house. With gold. With gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I like that because, you know, too often times we've recently seen that these houses come up only available on the Crown Store. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, with the one for Skyrim there, it's 3.8 million, but you've got to complete both of the, the new dungeons on vet mode. And it's like, oh. yeah. Well, like anything else, um, and, and this, this comment uh, also extends into, uh, into, the, into the Creation Club stuff. Um, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Yep. That's that's the reason why that that you know um, that this that these things are are released. You know, if if they, you know, if any company sees that what they're putting out is not a huge seller, they're just not going to repeat it. But yeah. people buy these things in droves, and and so we just got to get the word out. You know, um, but that's why I like this one is that you can complete an achievement that's fairly easy in you know two weeks, and you know. Buy it with actual like in-game gold instead of spending you know your hard-earned money for it. Sure, gives you something to work forward to for two weeks. Um, okay, in, in regards to the witches festival, there, you know this year everyone was excited, right, for the witches festival. I know I was super stoked, um, but it did come with some criticisms this year. Uh, number one, it was shorter than last year. Last year started on October thirteenth, and whereas they did a, they did do something uh, this year for October thirteenth. The Witches Festival did start on the twentieth, so it's not as long as as it was last year. Um, but but the the one thing that people have been really uh, sort of complaining about is that it's the exact same event as last year. Uh, nothing has changed, you know. Of course, they've got uh, the two new um, uh, Hollow Jack and Thicket Man Spectre masks that drop out of room boxes. Uh, so that's that's different. That's a change. That's added new. Um, but that's it. That's that's all that got added. It seems, and and people have really been um, sort of sort of complaining about that. Um, and, and then you know to see that the stuff that you can get in game didn't really get much of an update, but um, we did get new stuff in the crown store. That kind of sticks in the eye a little bit here, um, and sort of adds you know fuel to the fire of. When you add a, when you add a store like this to a game, you know development resources start going into the crown store, 
and away from the game. And it's little things like this that kind of like, you know, prove that criticism right. Um, so, so that's, that's kind of where I'm going to leave it. And I'm going to let my, uh, my host kind of, you know, pick this up and sort of say their piece too. Um, you know, starting with, uh, starting with Rob, what, what do you think about these two criticisms? Are you on board with it? Are you, do you dis, you know, are you not on board with it? Um, do you have other thoughts? If I may play devil's advocate. for Oh God. I, oh, please do. Cause I have very strong okay. opinions about this. Hmm. Um, in it's regards nice to, to the link. Uh, yes, it, it, it did start on the 13th last year and it did run into the first week of November. However, comma mm-hmm. there, there was an issue with the plunder skulls or, or, or there, I, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly what was going on, but for a period of time, uh, you were not able to do the event or you were not able to get the plunder skulls for some reason. And because of that, they extended the event. Now, of course, this is going, uh, you know, it's only two weeks now rather than three uh, originally planned weeks last year. But what I, th- <laughs> I think that this is a good thing. Uh, I'm not sure if this is why they did it. But last year, we were doing Plunder Skulls like crazy. And now I've got more Hollow Jack motifs than I know what to do with. <laughs> If if you need a holojack motif, hit me up in game. I'll they send you. They are everywhere. They are every freaking where. And I was like, oh, you know what, man? I'm gonna sell these things in February. I'm gonna make yeah. like ten thousand off yeah. of, uh, uh, off of every single what? No, no. Since last year, maybe a thousand, maybe a thousand, and it fluctuated. So I think that probably uh, that it's a good thing because. It gives people less time to get these things, and maybe it will increase the value of the holojack motif. All right, let's uh, let's jump over to Liz. She says she's definitely got opinions on this. And I I love it when Liz gets opinionated because it it almost seems um, somewhat somewhat rare when she she's ready to kind of throw down on on something. You know, draw the sign, draw the line, line in the sand. You know, now you're gonna build it up. No, I am pissed that it is so freaking short. That is, and and size matters not. I know. But in a game length, it does matter. <laughs> Jesus. And and then you said, like, the stuff that's, like, really worth getting, you said um, a lot of times are – it has to do with you spending actual money. As someone yeah. without actual money, I'm pissed because I have barely have anything to work for, really, if you think about it. And, and it's only, what, 10, what, 10 days? Uh, 12 days? Yeah. That uh, – no. Yeah. No. Okay. Extend it for the entire month. And that, like – I'm spoiled by Rift. Remember when Rift had yep. every single holiday? They had basically the same thing going on. Yes, but those but goddamn so snowmen in the no. Those, I know I was about to bring freaking, that up. Damn it! Those freaking snowmen. No, don't don't mix your Christmas with my Halloween, man. <laughs> Step off my Halloween. All right, Christmas is a joyous time of the year, but don't you dare touch my Halloween. Yep, that poor turkey. <laughs> yeah. You get shafted every year. <laughs> get your damn snowman out of my Halloween. Yeah, God, man. <laughs> It's bad this year too. Like all of a sudden now, people, kids are starting to go back to school. It's the early part of September, and what do I see out there? Christmas trees already in Rite Aid. I'm like, what are you doing? It's barely Halloween that. season, man. See, that's part of why I'm like mad that this is so short Bullshit. because I've barely gotten into. I know it's about <laughs> Halloween time, but you know, I've barely gotten into it because, and I'm like, oh my god, it's like next, you know, week and a half. Oh yeah, crap! Yeah. Um, I want to be festive the entire month. Uh-huh. I mean. Yeah, and that's just maybe from us when we grew up in the 80s and they'd have the calendars on the wall and they'd have, you know, all Halloween stuff for the whole month. It was a big, big deal. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
it's not like that. We want the whole month and have some other things to do. Like remember they had in in the um, in Rift. I know I keep comparing it to that, but yep. they had like a sledding contest. It was just like you could get you know some yep. coins or something and earn a substantial amount uh, of in-game gold. Like and Mario it was, Kart. Uh, yeah, it was a little fun thing. You had you know you had to go sledding and then you picked up snowflakes or I don't know what yeah. it was. Of course it was in, at Christmas, so snowflakes were okay. But um, it was little things like that. That I liked. I agree. I agree. Um, I would like to see more come out of the Witches Festival. Personally, um, I, I am I, I am irked. I am slightly irked by by the by the length and the fact that there's nothing new this year. Um, can we maybe uh, like decorate for for these days? You know, the like the majors the major cities. Um, can't we have? Ooh, you know, yeah. decorations for for the holidays that they've chosen. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun to have that. You know, have you know new new types of NPCs like that are, that are wandering the streets of Wayrest and Daggerfall and, and, you know, out in Oridon and oh, they've got Warner. to hire voice actors for all that and crap. The headless no. Horseman. no, I don't think you need to do that. Just, oh, just you can them. like, like chase the headless horseman or something. Yeah. Yeah. And there is one in Skyrim. So it's like lore friendly, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It would yeah, be, you know, like, make it's it, just like, it's yeah. You know, like you can make it an achievement where like, if you can chase him down, um, and I guess actually like catch him or something where you can like interact, then maybe it'll give you a, uh, uh, an achievement, you know, something like that. But yeah, the, what, what do I know? I just play the game. I don't make it. The idea of standing on a boss in a delve to farm plunder skulls is really stagnant. And it was great last year because it was brand new, but now we're doing the exact same thing this year. And I, that's what I think is is personally has irked and, and you know slightly disappointed me. Look, I I love this. I'm glad it's back, and I loved what happened last year, and I love what I'm doing now uh, for the Witches Festival. But I expected for for the second year there to be you know more to it. And and while we're on the idea of more to it, one of the big th- ideas that that I would like to see out there would be just to you know decorate the uh, decorate the the large cities a little bit. Um, Mike, over to you. Final thought on this. So a couple of things. One is that I'm a little annoyed with the the timing because they dropped the city today. Yeah. And so we got three days of of play and it should have been the 13th and cut it shorter, you know, cut it on the 31st or something. I don't know. But, you know, the fact that, you know, we got three days of plunder sculling and now it's time to go on to Clockwork City. So it feels kind of rushed. Second thing is I'd love to have seen Hollowjack in the, uh, the, the crown store. And give us a new motif to hunt this year out of the Plunder Skulls. Because yes. I've now I had 84. Maybe a Hollow Jane. Yeah, I had 84 <laughs> Hollow Jack motifs going into this week. I then put them on every single character that I could. And I'm still got 80 something Hollow Jack motifs. Or, or maybe even switch it up. Last year, you had the Grim Harlequin was on the Crown yeah. Store. Maybe put Grim Harlequin in the Plunder Skulls this year. Yeah. Uh, so it would jack the price up on the Jack for those that had it. It would allow people to, you know, buy it if they didn't have it uh, from the, the the thing. And I'll tell you, you know, I'm I'm kind of disappointed opening up the these plunder skulls and getting nothing but twigs. It's like twig, 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 twig. It's like, come on, yeah, yeah. You, you, you could have put pumpkins in there. You could have put skulls. I mean, I spent a week farming with Jazeldar in Oradon around the uh, manor house there where the bank is. Because if you're good at uh, pickpocketing, you can get human skulls out of the uh, the people. <laughs> and so I have like over a dozen human skulls decorating the house now. So it's like, okay, put pumpkins in there, 
put human skulls in there. Maybe put like spiders and spider webs in those those there as housing decorations instead. It's yeah. You know, what is it here? Or go full on head Ed Gein and like take the flesh of whatever you killed and make a belt. Yeah, there's five <laughs> different burnt branches and two totems, and it's like, come on, you know, they did great with the 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 house there and the ability to earn the house. It's great that you know if you didn't complete the achievement last year that you can complete the achievement this year. But like some of the rewards, it, it really felt like yeah. Um, just put it back up, and we'll put two new masks in for people to hunt for. Okay, we're good. Next thing. Right. It definitely did feel like that, and and that is um, that's irksome. Um, hopefully- and I hope that with the, um, the the new life festival coming up next, that maybe they they take some of these comments and, and think about it. And it's like, okay, they were great activities with the new life festival, but you know, how many of us all have that motif already? The the skin changer. Yeah. How many of us have dozens of it sitting in our bank somewhere? You know, yep. give, us, it up. give us something else. The ability the to change changer. if you've got 50 of them, change it into one gold one that you don't have or something. Well, you know, just put it in the crown store so that you can sell that one and give us the ability to get 14 new pages of something else. Right. So that the, the chase is there that we feel like it. And don't drop another chapter or DLC the, the week of the event. Let us have our event. Yeah. I here here. I, I think I think Mike uh really really wrapped that up very well. Um okay. Well, twenty seventeen is here, obviously, and uh it's almost out. Uh and it's been an exciting year for Elder Scrolls fans. Now you might be scratching your head thinking like, you know, huh, that's interesting. Um why? Well Yeah, I get it. It's difficult to stay on top of the gaming news cycle, um, if not damn near impossible these days. Uh, It's easy to forget how exciting things have come and gone or have yet to come for Elder Scrolls fans. Uh, Now, if you pan back at 2017, I think you're going to find that this year may not have seen the release of Elder Scrolls 6 like, you know, so many of us predicted back in 2012 and 2013. Personally, I actually remember getting laughed at in, in 2013 when I said that uh, Elder Scrolls uh, Sixes will be out in seventeen, and and the 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 laugh was ha ha ha. That's way too long. You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> now twenty twenty sounds like it might be too short. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna throw out twenty twenty three. Um, I think around there. Uh, but as Elder Scrolls fans, we've had one hell of a year, and uh, it's certainly not over. Um, let's let's not forget. All right, we've had we have coming. All right, we've got Skyrim VR on the PS4. is coming uh, November this year, so next month. Um, Skyrim's coming out on the Nintendo Switch of for, on the same day, November of this of this year. Uh, same month and same day. Um, Sir Skyrim Survival Mode, right? That came to all consoles, which is badass. Can't wait to talk about that later. Um, <laughs> <we've> got, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends came out, or as as um, as Mike likes to call it, uh, Skyrim Heroes of Elder Scrolls Legends. <laughs> but but he's not wrong either in saying that you know yes we did get Elder Scrolls Legends, but we also got an expansion to it, Skyrim Heroes. <laughs> um, and uh, we've got uh, Bethesda Pinball that came out, well, a tiny little thing, but it's there on our on our uh, mobile devices. Um, well, Elder Scrolls Legends, Skyrim for pinball, Skyrim Skyrim <laughs> Pinball. <laughs> Um, the, uh, Elder Scrolls Legends made it, uh, its way onto, uh, all mobile devices as well over the summer. 
Um, we've got in Elder Scrolls Online, we have Clockwork City that came out, the the Witches Festival, right? The New Life Festival was here. There was a couple of other festivals there as well. I think Hearts Day was, was the Jester's something. Festival. The Jester's Hearts Festival. Day. Yep. I think Hearts Day is like more of a social media thing, but you know. Um, and let's not forget, we've also got uh, the big one, um, Marwin chapter for Elder Scrolls Online, the Horns of the Reach DLC that came out this year too. It's been a badass year for Elder Scrolls. And this is just Elder Scrolls. That's not talking about, you know, some of the other stuff that, that Bethesda has um, has uh, has come out with um, this this year as well. Was it uh, Dishonored 2 and um, the new uh, Evil Within, Evil Within 2? But it's just, um, on just... on list sites where they you know, like watch Mojo and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Elder Scrolls Online has consistently been on the lists of games that have gotten better uh, since they came out. Yeah, it's an amazing... usually number one or number two. It's an amazing MMO from from yeah. where it started to to where it is now. Um, it's just it's it's night and day. It's it's fantastic. Um, so so I want to throw this out there and I just want to say like, you know, for considering the fact that that Skyrim Elder Scrolls 5 came out in 2011. Um and and this show started up based based on on the the excitement of that and we didn't realize that we were going to get anything else until Elder Scrolls 6. We were just excited that they were going to do um, that they were going to do DLC. And we're like, all right, that's great. You know, we, we got more to play. We've got more to talk about on the show and, and we'll be able to do the show longer than the projected 20 episodes. <laughs> uh, and then, and then they, I know. <laughs> you know what else you also predicted? I was listening to an old episode and it was Zeppin's first one where he guessed, he guessed it. And there was a topic of, uh, do you think uh, Skyrim will ever come out on other platforms? That was a great one to listen to, listening back. Yeah. What was the consensus on that one? Um, it was probably, but also not probably. It was kind of wishy-washy, more towards the probably. Uh, uh, backwards compatibility was, was a big thing. And uh, I think you and I were going, uh, yeah, well, why shouldn't it? It's one of the games that you... Yeah. Right. I, I do think it's an iconic game, so why wouldn't they? Yeah, but... without a doubt. And, and And, I mean, how many times are they going to, you know... I think, as Mike's list kind of points out here, involving the Skyrim flamethrower. Uh, <laughs> Skyrim the flamethrower! Skyrim the lunchbox! They keep, I love uh, a lunchbox. That would be great. A Skyrim flamethrower where it goes, Look, as, you, <laughs> as you press the button. Evan Wynn, thank you for subscribing. Um, yes, also, uh, we should we should make some kind of mention of, of that at some point later, that... Um, Anyway, well, we'll make mention of it later. But uh... see, but here's here's the thing. Like, I wrote all these things in here, and Varwin didn't read them. So we didn't mention that Bethesda released Evil Within Skyrim this month, or <laughs> Skyrimstein. <laughs> Skyrimstein it is basically ESO anyway, because you are raised from the dead. No, you're not raised from the dead. Your soul's gone. So you know, it, it, you know, it's become kind of a standing joke this year that this is the year of the return of Skyrim. Return of Skyrim. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely is. Um, but it's, you know, considering the fact that, that when Elder Scrolls five came out, we didn't think we were going to get anything else Elder Scrolls related until Elder Scrolls six. Gosh, a lot's happened since then. <laughs> and it's, it really is a, an amazing time to, to be, uh, to be an Elder Scrolls fan. And we've got so much content, um, that we can sort of play through and, uh, even on the go with, with legends and, and pinball, um, tiny things, of course, but but they are they are there. 
Um, it's like herpes. It just won't go away. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my. Uh, but a good kind of herpes that you don't mind, you know, going balls deep into, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, so, so I want to throw that out there, uh, on this, um, and I know, I know Rob's got to, uh, he's doing his, his, um, uh, his, uh, his march against clotting, uh, around, <laughs> around the house. Yeah. Notice he does it and we don't. He, I'm back now. Welcome oh, back. Yay. Um, welcome well, back. I'm at risk. That's why. Yes. Yeah, we're all at risk. So does anyone else have, have anything, um, on this? I mean, like I said, it's, it's. We've had a lot of awesome stuff uh, come out, especially this year. Um, does anyone have anything? Not really. I mean, you know, we, you know, if you've been cover, watching, listen to our show. I mean, we've been covering this right along, and it, it it definitely has been amazing how much stuff has come out. When you consider that most of it we thought was just going to be ESO, yeah. and there've been a lot of surprises. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think uh, even with ESO, I was listening also listening to an old episode, Mike, where you were like, "They should not go back to Morrowind. They should not bring this back." And I, I like that you liked Morrowind, the expansion. Well, you know, I don't like it when like they they pull on nostalgia versus lore, and it's like, I'm all for if the lore supports it, but don't you know try and retcon the lore every time you want to do something. Yeah, that's true. Well, you did, that's what you said, and yeah. yeah. You're made of your word. Well, um, I'm off. predicting next year it's going to be the year of Skyrim Part Two. That ESO is going to be all Skyrim expansions. <laughs> Skyrim Two. Um, okay, so so I want to just uh, you know off off topic, all right? Because I, I think we're we're at a moment here where I think that's kind of kind of it. Um, before we jump into our gameplay section, um, off topic. I wanna, I wanna just, uh, you know, again, thank everyone who uh, who does come to our Twitch channel um, because we are now Twitch affiliates, and as a Twitch affiliate, we can now, we can now start start earning some money um, on on Twitch. Uh, we we got rid of uh, we got rid of of YouTube. YouTube was was definitely not a platform that was working for our our monetization, um, but but Twitch you know has has been fun to use and and then we became twitch affiliates like very recently so so thank you for all of that uh for for coming in and checking out our show and um the basic basically the way this works is is when you subscribe to our channel on twitch uh that's that's kind of where the revenue source for us comes from on on twitch so so subscribing to us helps support uh qgn and certainly elder scrolls off the record um if you are already an Amazon Prime member and you subscribe to us on Twitch, um, no money comes comes out of your uh, comes out of your bank account um, if you have not subscribed to to anyone on on Twitch. Um, you get a free subscription to subscribe to um, through Amazon Prime. So, if you're an Amazon Prime member. And you have not subscribed to us on Twitch. Uh, we'd like to ask you if you've if you've never subscribed to anybody on Twitch, uh, please come to uh, QuestGamingNetwork.com on our Twitch channel, rather Twitch.tv/QuestGamingNetwork, and uh, and subscribe to us. You will uh, you'll never miss anything that we do. You'll you'll be alerted when we when we do something. And um, there's going to be some uh, some benefits coming in the future for for subscribers. Uh, fun benefits too. You know, little things such as. 
um, tiny little uh, emotes that, that we now have unlocked for our channel that subscribers only will be able to take advantage of. Uh, the other, so that's why we were thanking um, Evan Wind earlier uh, for for the uh, for the subscription because he he subscribed to us in real time today on on the show. Uh, the other thing too is that uh, with this comes comes cheering. Uh, you you can you can buy what they call bits on on Twitch, and when you cheer you on on the uh, in the Twitch chat, you are giving a certain amount of of those bits as a tip to the uh, person streaming. Um, and that's another way that that sort of, you know, helps us out a little bit. So, so that's that's good stuff too. Uh, so, for those who have cheered us already, and those who have subscribed to us, thank you very much. And um, we'd like to, we got to find a way to kind of get this information out a lot, a, a little bit more cohesively. Um, so, I do apologize for the the hard break, but um, I do want to get it out there, and because it's a big milestone. Um, Liz, how long have we been working towards something like this on Twitch? How long would you say? I don't know. I, I I don't know anything about Twitch. It's been years. You'd know better. You, Mike, Rob would know all better. Well, the reason why I'm asking you specifically is because I do remember, um, I think back in maybe 2014 or 2013, we we had a network wide meeting where where we were focusing on Twitch to to um, become partnered. And you were part of that meeting. I, I was part of the meeting. Yeah. yeah. So so anyway, um, it's 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 been something we've been striving for. Twitch has moved yeah. the goalposts back away from us um, and our ability to to do this, um, and now they've 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 created a uh, another program to sort of help uh, folks like us who are um, we do have a lot of followers on on Twitch and um, help help with that. Um, Puzzle Drone just just sent us some cheers. Thank you very much for the cheering. Um, so so this is huge uh, for us, especially you know for me in particular has been striving to to have some sort of monetization through Twitch. Um, so it's a it's a good time it helps yeah without a doubt without a doubt all right uh gameplay guys and uh when we do gameplay we're going to jump into our gameplay challenge which is brand new the new theme for the next couple of episodes is going to be survival and yes folks i am going to challenge you to get the new survival mode in skyrim if you decide to pick up this challenge and get skyrim survival mode okay here is your challenge start a new character Go to Whiterun. Kill Nazim in front of Talos and everyone else. And then run. Escape. Escape to a city. Any city. And then send us your details. At Elder Scrolls OTR on Twitter. Or email us. Elder Scrolls off the record at gmail.com. This is something that I did. And uh, <laughs> doing it in Skyrim survival mode is uh, is. <laughs> It's a totally different thing, man. <laughs> it was the return of old versions of classic Elder Scrolls yeah. when he did this because the death count was real. Yeah, and you could do it live in chat when he was streaming. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Um, hey, is... that vampire got me. I should run back in there. <laughs> and then on, on, I think it was on classic or maybe it was just a Twitch stream. But he was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I get a bounty here, and I'm starving to death, and I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, oh, this is cute. <laughs> Skyrim survival mode, it is, it is, it is real. It is a thing. You're going to die. You're going to die, brother. You're going to die. <laughs> that was the moment that I realized I don't want it. 
I I'll don't want, I don't want to survive mode. I'll tell don't you what though. It. It's it's it, you know legendary mode is like, you know, it's basically Skyrim impossible mode is legendary mode. <laughs> yeah, unless you're a sneak thief, yeah. <laughs> Which I am not. Um yeah. but Skyrim survival mode is it feels like it feels like Daggerfall, Elder Scrolls 2, Daggerfall. It feels like it feels like Morrowind, it feels like Oblivion. It feels like all of the things that people have said are missing from Skyrim and thus has been dumbed down. Thanks a lot, Brofesda, for dumbing down my favorite game. Wine, Bro wine, Fesda. wine. And, and I, I'm being a douche. I really am. I apologize because they, these are valid concerns. They really are. But I'm here to tell folks like that that Skyrim survival mode, it brings back a lot of that. It really does. And it feels really good. It really feels like it's great. Um, but uh, I, I digress. I'll, I'll get into my gameplay on that um, a little bit later. I'm really interested in hearing um, what my hosts have to say about their gameplay for this week. Uh, starting with Rob. Rob, what have you been doing in Tamriel? Well, uh, much of my Tamrielic uh, shenanigans have been in ESO. I did pick up uh, the Skyrim Survival and gave that a try. Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it, it's definitely, uh, going to be a challenge. Uh, I'm about halfway to a uh, white run. So that would be Riverwood. Um, uh, isn't that the and... first place you go after Helgen? Yep. Pretty much. Yep. <laughs> that, that, that's where I got. And I just barely made it past those wolves that, that are there along the, uh, the path. So like if you're walking with uh Rayloff or Hadvar, um, yeah. it pretty much initiates that fight. Um, yeah, and they scare but, the crap out of you because you don't know they're coming. Yeah, right. And I mean, you know, I, I knew that they were there, so you know, I just kind of got into that mode of like, uh, oh well, we've got um, we've got some uh, some wolves coming up here, so I'm just gonna go in there and I'm gonna hit ow. <laughs> 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 okay, all right, this is getting real. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, th then I made it to Riverwood, and I was not brave enough to go into Bleak Falls Barrow at that point. Figured, um, maybe, maybe I should try leveling up a little bit first. Uh, so, so th th that's th that's really about as far as I got in uh, in, in Skyrim. Uh, switch out over to ESO. Um, I've been running Maelstrom Arena. Uh, I hadn't run it since Morrowind. And uh, I was able to uh, successfully complete that again. It's almost like riding a bike, you know, not the town bike, but uh... wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, I really like that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it 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 took a little bit, uh, a lot of uh, you know, reminding myself of uh, what what I need to keep an eye out for, and you know, what hurts and and what kind of hurts, uh, and and. You know, I, I've said before, Master Marine is a great way to get your, uh, basically get your chops down uh, when it comes to doing other trials and things like that. It, it, it's a great way of uh, running a gauntlet, so almost like training, if you will. Uh, so I've been running that. And then, of course, uh, we have Dancing with Daggers, which uh, the past couple of weeks have just been kind of off and on uh, just due to just various things. Uh, you know, my wife has had some of her shows uh but this last week we did start up with the uh, uh the first day of the uh of the witches festival so we went plunder sculling 
That sounds really bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to have to define that. What is plunder spelling? <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> like something to do at a frat party. And yeah, it does. It, it sounds like... They can oh. go to jail for that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, on steroids. But uh, because of the um, because of the uh, the XP bonus, uh, we decided to start playing some uh, some characters that we didn't uh, have at max levels. You just try to level them up a little bit. So of course, I pulled out the Argo. And, and that's when I learned, okay, playing in, in, uh, in character is a little bit more difficult than, uh, than I thought. But um, it's, uh, it, it was fun, anyway. Uh, I was able to gain about two levels, but you know, we, were, we were doing things like going and uh, doing delves, uh, public dungeons, uh, things like that, world bosses. Uh, and it was, it was a good time, and uh, I, I couldn't stay up too late. Uh, for that, uh, for, for that event, cause I had to get up the next day, but um, it was, it, it was a blast, and that's pretty much been my adventures in Tamriel. All right, uh... <laughs> <Blunder> Scully. <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of that the... is the title. That's a good title. Plunder <laughs> <laughs> Scully. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you, it is going to be the title. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Next week, I want to see emails or tweets as to what your definition of blunder scalling is. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, good. Um, get out of hand. All right. <clears throat> speaking of, um, speaking of, um, maybe just unfortunate things. Um, I really, <laughs> I really have to use the bathroom, so I have to step away from the mic. <laughs> Um, but, but while I do that, um, so just, just so, you know, you, you, you know, you're not going to hear anything from me for, for a minute or two. Um, Mike, uh, please tell us what you've been doing in, uh, in Elder Scrolls. And, uh, I gotta, I gotta step away for, for just a, a minute or two. Okay. Ooh, All you right. Gotta, All you gotta coffee. wait until Varwin gets back before you talk. He has to hear everything he says. <laughs> that's going to create a minute of two minute or two of silence. And that's just awkward for the chat room. <laughs> so. Make sure you wash your hands. All right. No, we could. Dean off the record, yeah, Dean. Yeah, Dean off the record, yeah, Dean off the record, yeah, Dean. All right, folks. So I'll be right back. And uh, Mike, take it I away, love please. He could have gone to the bathroom and back by the time. I know it's like he's going to go get a cup of coffee. You know. Oh, but, no, no. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still waiting for for it to be okay for me to walk away from the. Oh room. my go god, ahead. go away! <laughs> All right, fine. I'm buying. I'm I'm buying right now. I'm gone. <laughs> Don't complain about being soggy. Ah. <laughs> so uh, one of the things that I've been doing is the uh, uh, survival mode. And I actually got all the way up to High Rothgar and everything. There's a, there's a, a trick to this. What? In the Boy Scout handbook, be prepared. So I downloaded two mods. One is the camping <laughs> mod that Zephan talked about. The second one is Cloaks of Skyrim because it allows yeah. you to make cloaks, which gives you like 55 points of heat. And they're they're essential for anybody do who is doing. Actually, um, do they they slow down your game at all? Because I know cloaks will sometimes do that. Um, I don't know. I've never noticed it. Yeah, because I've never really had a problem with it. So I guess you're playing on PC or yeah. So yeah. Well, no, that's where you would. Well, you could also get it for Xbox or PlayStation because uh, 
It is available on uh, for the uh, the SE version. That's what I was using. So what about like skinning? Can you not just skin a wolf or something? Oh, sorry, wolf. Sorry. Well, you have to actually skin goat. something uh, in order to make these cloaks. So you definitely, you know, plus you, get, you can you can get a backpack, and if you get bandoliers, the the uh, mod for that, it increases your carry capacity, which that's a big thing right there. You have to be very selective as to what you pick up now because weight is a big problem. So, um, you know, those are two that you really, you know, they really change, make it a little easier. Not that, you know, it's easy because you still have to eat. Uh, you still have to worry about, okay, am I warm enough? Going up to High Rothgar, um, I ended up having to build campfires along the way just to get warm so that I didn't start <laughs> affecting hypothermia. And then um, I went up to uh, Windhelm and completed the contract in Riften and went back, took a nap, and all of a sudden found myself in uh, the abandoned cottage. Ah! And I'm like, okay, this is great. You know, Morthal, you know, this kid, it's a swamp. You know, there's not a lot of snow around here. Ooh, you step a toe in that water and you will die. Really? Yeah, the water Why? induces hypothermia incredibly fast. Oh, man. And so as soon as you get out, you have to build a campfire. <laughs> what about <laughs> like, the... Got it. Yeah, so it, it's ridiculous um, that, you know, you have to... You know, how much you have to pay attention to small things like that. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, just, ah. Uh. Do you have I... to pee? Do you, do you pee no. in the game? Okay. <laughs> you, don't have, <laughs> you don't have any bodily functions like that. But like, like what? When when you're traveling around, what if one day you had like diarrhea and you had to stop for an entire day? You have to clean your armor. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. No. How much weight can you carry? Um, I don't know because I have mods that alter the weight content. But oh my, do why do you even have the the download? <laughs> Because it forces you to do stuff. That's the, the reason. Because <laughs> you can't just linearize your weight up to like 800 with the steed stone and everything else. Yeah, um, it forces you to do stuff like download mods. Yeah, like, you know, get a mod that, you know, allows you to have a backpack that gives you 50 plus 50 carry weight. This is just or, don't starve you know, for Skyrim. Yeah, or, you know, make sure that you get a horse so that you, you know, slowly crawl your way to the horse. Because that's the other thing is if you're over encumbered, you get only a couple steps. You can't crawl like you used to do where it was uh. like... I'll just, I'll just, you know, slog my way to uh, the blacksmithing station. Oh, no. As soon as you get a certain number of steps, you stop. Oh. And so you're stuck to kind of like oblivion. Can you still do the, well, uh, the exploit, <clears throat> excuse me, when you when you draw stuff on the ground and have your follower pick it up? Um, You can, yeah, have your follower pick up stuff, but they're also reduced in weight carry. Yeah, so. but that's, that was the thing back in the, back in the day. It was only six years ago. But... You could hand stuff, you know, via via um, you know talking to them. You could trade off some stuff, and they could carry your burdens. But if you put it on the ground and told them to pick it up, it didn't count anything. All right, what I miss? I did not know that. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, no. yeah. That's how I got Lydia to carry six hundred pounds worth of clay that I mined because I, I pressed you know mine this clay, and then I went off to do laundry, went to the bathroom, and came back and. Oh, you've got 800 pounds of this. What do you want? Uh, Lydia? <laughs> I'm going to drop this, and why don't you just go pick it up? So yeah. get her to carry the firewood. So uh, yeah. so what What did I miss, guys? Anything? anything? So the camping mod, the uh, Cloaks of Skyrim, 
uh, are necessary for completing survival mode. <laughs> and that Mike has modded his game, so he's not even survival mode-ish. Yeah, whatever. It's still survival mode-ish. <sighs> I would do the vanilla same thing, honestly. with that. Okay, okay. Let's see what's going on here. Um, all right, my, uh, anything else, Mike? So then uh, in ESO, um, yeah, I downloaded the uh, Clockwork City. One of the things I'm looking forward to is you can deposit your uh, crafting writs at any city now. So you're not stuck in Craghorn <gasps> with all your characters. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> so your Nord can actually live in Riften. You know, your Argonian can live in Swampsville. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. That You actually can have some you know, RP flair with your characters. Thank you. Um, and as I said, I was, you know, stealing skulls out of uh, people's heads in uh, uh, Oradon there for a while, uh, decorating the house and getting ready for the event. Now that's skull plundering. Yeah, that is truly skull plundering. You're uh, plunder skulling? Plunder yeah. skulling. Literally skulls out of their head. Man, that is one badass pickpocket. <laughs> Do you remember the, the fire guys in Labyrinth when they wanted to take off Sarah's head? Oh, oh God. Doing? That was that was scary as a child. That was traumatizing. <laughs> it really was. The guy that poked out his eyeballs and like threw, threw him his dice. I had to fast forward that every time. Scary as hell. And then she's like, "Let's take off your head," and I'm like, "No!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And watching this. <laughs> yeah. So Khajiit Stevens has a has a question here in the chat room. Uh, does anyone know if I download survival mode, can I still get trophies, or are they turned off like like Ooh. normal mods? So That's as long as you're not running mods, it's supposed to function like a DLC uh, because it is part of the Creation Club. So it works with the um, uh, the system for you to be able to still get your trophies. I didn't know that. But if you start loading mods in, the mods aren't part of the trophy system, and those will turn off your ability to gain achievements. Yeah. There's a mod for that. <laughs> Probably <laughs> is. <laughs> turn trophies back on. Turn them back on. Um. All right, so so I I have um I have sort of figured out uh, survival mode, and um, if you don't if you're not aware of like some of these things, um, it, you know, some of these tips that I that I have uh, for making survival mode um, a lot easier on you. Um, well, I'm gonna make you aware of them. So there it is. Uh, <laughs> the the number one tip that I have for for Skyrim survival mode is uh, is sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep. Walk during the day and sleep at night. Make sure that um, if you don't have a, um, a house yet that, that is yours to sleep in, uh, spend the 10 gold and sleep at an inn. Just do it. Um, become a bard, then you don't have to pay the gold and they pay you to sleep there. Ah. But sleep. <laughs> sleep what's going to happen is um number one you're going to get all your health back number two you're going to be able to level up if you have leveled up um and and number three you're going to be able to get yourself into a into a mode where um you're constantly especially if you do this at an inn um if you're if you're sleeping at an inn um generally speaking you're there is food around you and you're going to want to uh you're going to want to buy the food that that's going to uh, reduce your hunger by either 220 or 380 points. Um, it, it doesn't do a whole heck of a lot for your for your health in a fight, but it is good to to have that food on you because when you're out there, you're going to get hungry, 
and you're going to need to that's going to be that your your hunger is going to uh, make you less effective in a battle and when you're less effective in a battle it actually counts for a little bit more than than your health points um, you're going to lose health points a hell of a lot faster when you're less effective than if you've got you know a quarter health left and you're you know at your most optimal and you're you're kind of thinking about your situational awareness um so so like i said sleep 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 also um collect salt because um yeah right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. collect salt salt is is um it's worth its weight in gold in this in this mode reason being is because um when you get to when you if you're serious about playing skyrim survival mode um, you're gonna start. You're gonna start cooking. All right. You're gonna start realizing that the food that you're eating needs to get cooked in order to maximize the benefit out of out of playing the um, out of just simply surviving. And you need salt for that. You need a lot of it. So so when you see it, buy it. When you see it, grab it. Um, it's it's more important than the kind of meat or vegetables or fruit that you're. Um, that you're scavenging for yourself. It's more important than that because you'll always find deer meat or, or, or beef or salmon that you can, um, uh, you know, or, or a, a, a cadre of vegetables that you can sort of throw together. Um, but before you, you mix any of it, you're going to need a pinch of salt in order to put it all together, especially when you're talking about, um, talking about, uh, 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 uh meat of some kind. So collect salt. It's worth its weight in gold. And also, when you're saying you're, you're sleeping at the inns, the innkeeper will almost always have it. I would say always have it. Yeah. Yeah. Always and I've it. actually been buying a lot of food from the innkeepers now, too, because you know, salt is so rare. And some of the things need to be patched, I think. So there's an unofficial patch out. Because some of the stews don't actually give you, you know, like warmth or health or... Uh, uh, returns that they're supposed to. Well, you have to so, cook it with fire salt. Well, you oh. even like some of them, yeah. like um, the the cabbage stew will give will replenish your hunger, but the apple and cabbage stew won't. So, oh well, um, is it like when you when you have uh, like Chinese food or something like that where you're hungry thirty minutes later? Um, <laughs> cabbage does the same thing. <laughs> so, does it you know make you hungry really fast, but it fills you up really fast? Yeah. Um, it's not that bad. It's, it's not that bad. You start to feel a bit peckish, but, um, every now and again, but he here's the thing I have noticed that when it comes to hunger, there does seem to be a bit of an overage. Um, if you are, uh, feeling peckish and you're not fully hungry yet, um, you can, uh, eat more than eat until you're well-fed. Don't eat until you're satisfied. If you eat until you're satisfied, you're going to go through your food a lot faster. So eat, eat a small snack and then something big um like like a stew or some kind life of life lessons or something beef steak <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh because it's going to push your health uh, it's going to push your hunger over the top and um you you'll find that you're going to be eating a lot less until you, you're going to be eating less if you're well fed as often as possible um Let me tell you my dragonborn has to weigh like about 700 pounds now with the amount that he eats he's <laughs> a big boy he's a big boy um, yeah. the, the, uh, the, the last tip that I have too is, um, get, if you're not familiar with potion making, get familiar with it. Um, you're going to want to make health potions and get into alchemy as well. 
Um, that is going to be your lifeline. Um, yeah, you could do restoration magic, uh, but if you're playing the way that I'm playing right now, which is um, basically a hick Nord from you know way up uh, way up north that um, it you know is a, is a racist and a misogynist um, and is not in, interested. Dove Hickeen, sorry. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Dove Hickeen. Um, and is not not Oosh interested Rota. in in anything uh, that that is unnordly at all. Um, that is the kind of character I'm 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 playing this as right now. Um, then then um, get involved in potion making, okay? Because you're that's going to be your lifeline. Um, you know, as as this this uh, crazy hick Nord, he's not going to involve anything with with. Um, uh, with magic, so he's not going to use restoration magic. So he's going to have to mix potions together, and um, and you're going to look for uh, blue, um, what do you call it? Blue mountain flower and wheat. That's what you're going to want to start off with. And the Riften area, the Southern Pass, um, from the the southern the southern road out of Riften all the way uh, westbound has a ton of blue mountain flowers along the road. But be careful. It's got a lot of spiders out there, too. So so just yeah. be aware of that. So, uh, so yeah. So, so you can get a ton of uh, Blue Mountain Flower on that road. And, um, you know, wheat you'll have to kind of scrounge up from around Whiterun. Um, Any farm has it. You can get it. from the, the farms. Like, go, yeah, go near Whiterun. And then there's also some uh, around where you were in Riften. It's everywhere. Farmers are, like, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, so there's that. So there's um, – if you, if you keep those three things in mind – Get 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 a lot of sleep, collect salt, and um, get get familiar with um, health potion making. You're gonna do yourself a huge favor uh, playing playing Skyrim survival mode. Huge favor. Um, Liz, what have you been doing in Elder Scrolls? What have I been doing in Elder Scrolls? Yeah, I've been playing Skyrim. Yeah, because I'm not playing Legends as much, because when I came back, I don't know what you guys did to me in, in New York, but I came back, and I sucked at Legends all of a sudden. I'm sorry. Maybe it was the water. I <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but you guys did something, and now I suck at Legends. So, um, I did start playing Skyrim, but I'm not doing the... Um, the survival mode. Oh, I, yeah. Tell me about the uh, the Liz plays Skyrim hashtag you're doing on Twitter. I caught like a little bit of that here and there, but I mean, oh, I'm just... I'm on Twitter. I'm looking at. I just typed in hashtag Liz plays Skyrim and it brought all of them up. First of all, the first few that were ever made was by some other girl, but uh, that's not me. Um, but the good ones are for me. <laughs> what I did was I don't I don't like this computer room I'm in. It, it, it's weird. And it just feels weird. And you know those rooms that you just don't want to be in. So I, I haven't really been wanting to be on my PC as much. So I'm out by my big old TV cuddling with Captain Devils. And I'm like, ah, oh, uh, mom bought me this box back from North Carolina. She was like, oh, I think this stuff is in there. And I find my Xbox Skyrim. And I'm like, I'm going to do this old school. And I'll tell you something. There is nothing like sitting down with an old school. I say old school. It's only six years old. But the old Xbox game. It just feels so comfortable and at home. And you don't have to worry about, you know, what kind of mods you want to get or Aww. what order you have to put them in. It's Aww. just plain, simple Skyrim. And there's 
you're just relying on that. Liz missed her Skyrim home. It, I did. It felt like home. It really did. And, um, but then, you know, I, I'm doing a couple of things and I'm talking back to my TV because, you know, I live by myself. I have to talk to somebody, right? And so, <laughs> and so, you know, I start taking pictures, physical pictures of my TV screen and um, I start tweeting them out and I'm like, oh, somebody's going to get pissed. I have so many of these that I better hashtag this. And so that's where the Liz Plays Skyrim came from. But apparently, I woke up the next day, I thought I was going to lose a lot of people, but a lot of people are, like, retweeting them out. And so, yeah, it worked exactly the opposite of what I thought, at least for the hashtag. Um, and it's been fun. I'm playing a Nord. I forgot, I thought I was going to play you know, something that I haven't ever played before. I forgot that Heidi, the stripper, was a Nord, too. But, <laughs> yeah, and this one doesn't look quite as good, but... Come on, Heidi. <laughs> yeah. Come on, honey. Yeah. Plunder sculling. Oh, uh, never What? Uh-oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't. But I'm having to use Lydia as an actual tank because I wanted to do sword and board or two-hander or whatever. You know, she's an ord. She has to do that. And you're very weak at anything else at the beginning of the game. I'm trying this, and I'm realizing I am not good at swinging a sword. <laughs> I'm really not good at it. <laughs> Yeah, I can, when I go in third person, I'm not as bad. But uh, that first person, that's scary. Things come up to you. And then I've got the TV blasting and I'm scared of the dungeons. <laughs> um, <laughs> and all the fun stuff that, that made Skyrim fun is worth it when you're just on a, a regular old Xbox 360. Yeah. 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 And I, I get scared when I see a dragon because I'm like, I don't know if I'm actually going to survive this. Uh, yeah, all these. Little, I'm actually, I'm going through the little scroll. Um, right. I actually asked that guy uh, at, in White Run that's like Talos loves you because I'm playing a Nord. I'm like, oh, can you, you know, t- you did tell me what else about Talos? And that was a big mistake because <laughs> that took a lot of skipping through conversation. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, he's quite loquacious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and some guy in Whiterun, I'm hearing dialogue in this I've never heard before. I have, you know, this is not the newer version or whatnot. I I heard a guy when I was going through a barrel, he was like, get a jab. I was like, are you serious? Some guy is like heckling me <laughs> in this game for that crap. What what the hell? And like the kids are saying different stuff. And I don't know where it's coming from, but it, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Rob, you here, right? I am. Okay. All right, um, Rob and Liz, uh, we had we had a conversation um, on on classic Elder Scrolls uh, last episode of Classic um, that I, I I wanted to get your feedback from as well, and uh, I'm kind of doing this off the cuff; it's, it's not on the notes, but I, I want to throw this out to you guys anyway. And and the discussion was, um, and we got a lot of great feedback for it. Um, was what what are the ways that Skyrim feels like home to you? And um, I want to sort of ask uh, ask you guys this because you weren't there to sort of answer on your own. Um, so, so Rob, um, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I want to ask you: uh, in in what way has has Skyrim become like a home to you? Mm, interesting. Um, it's it's one of those games that whenever I play it. It doesn't matter what type of harrowing bullshit seems to be going on at the time. Like, I just forget about it. 
Uh, and it's truth be told, I think it's the atmosphere, it's the music, um, it's the mods. Um, and I think just, I don't know, it just feels right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think in, in a very, uh, like, sort of short-spoken sort of way, I think everyone can sort of um, identify with, with that for sure. Um, Liz, what about you? I I know it sounds very, very strange, um, but, well, Skyrim's kind of home for me. Uh, Oblivion was my first uh, on the Xbox, but Skyrim was home because I, I did make a lot of friends through just watch, listening to this show. Yeah. Um, and I know that sounds really mushy, and don't tell anybody I said it, but I really appreciate that. No one's going to hear it. And this is the first chance I got when, when you know, I was at work, and I was like, oh, they say they're going live with this, because I listened to episode zero, and I was like, well, I'll just, you know, click, click, click. I'll, I'll go listen to it while I'm working. And, of course, I got a big thrill out of you guys, like, mentioning me in the chat room, because I'm showing off, you know. Yeah. Oh, I'm wordy. Yeah, I say stuff. And, but that, that was so much fun. And then, you know, being able to talk about what I did in-game with you guys while you were doing the show, it was just really, really cool. And of course that solidified it for me. Um, and it was also at a time, you know, my aunt, you know, I took care of her when she was, you know, she had brain cancer and stuff. And this was, um, this was right after that. So it was a place to escape like I did, but it was, it, and it felt familiar and comforting and yet I could still explore and it was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of like the other uh, a piece of it too for for me as well, and I think for for everyone um, who's who's involved at, at QGN, and and certainly the show, of course, um, is that you know I I don't think anyone here would be listening if they didn't first um, you know play Skyrim and, and fall in love with it, and and then seek out you know some 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 kind of podcast or some, or was told by someone um, about about a uh, podcast for for Skyrim. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of us in the community have connected as a result of the game. And, and when you, you know, you forge relationships around, you know, something like this, you know, a common, um, you know, a common thing, it's, it's gonna, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna connect to it on a, on a much deeper emotional level than you would if it were, you know, anything, anything else that you didn't have that connection with. So, um, okay. All right. So, yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys because, um, you know, it was important to me to sort of, you know, get your, your take on it too. It turned out to be, um, you know, a, a pretty successful discussion that we had and, um, I didn't want to leave you guys out of it either. Well, you had a meat episode at the end of the night. You had to get sappy. What? That's the way it goes <laughs> when drinking. Is that, is that, Mike, is that how that goes? Usually. Usually, right? <laughs> See? See? That, yeah. Cause you're like, I love you, man. I love you. Let me tell you why. And then you go into it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, since we've got Mike here, um, let's jump in with a little bit of lore before we uh, we start on some of our emails and then and then close out the show um, with this week in Tamrielic holidays. So if you haven't guessed it already, guys, this week, Frostfall the 13th was <gasps> Saturnalia, no, the Witches Festival. <laughs> Known throughout Tamriel as the Witches Festival when the forces of sorcery and religion clash. The Mages Guild gets most of the business since weapons and items are evaluated for their mystical potential, free of charge, and magic spells are only half their usual price. Demonologists, conjurers, lamias, warlocks, and thaumaturgists meet in the wilderness outside of the cities in Daggerfall, 
And the creatures create, created or summoned there are a plague on Tamriel for eons. Most wise men choose not to wander this night. And in Daggerfall, this is the summoning day of Mafala. Frostfall the 23rd, Broken Diamonds. So this is not part of ESO. So on the 23rd of Frostfall, in the 121st year of the Third Era, the Empress Katana Septim II met her death in the Imperial Dungeons at Glenpoint on the orders of her cousin and usurper Uriel III. What a jerk. Her death is remembered in Glenpoint on this day called Broken Diamonds. It is a day of silent prayer for the wisdom and benevolence of the Imperial family. So, there you go. There's your two holidays. Okay, um, in regards to the Mages Guild getting most of its business uh, since uh, since weapons and items are evaluated for their mystic potential, is this like um, like one of those hoarders shows? Or what? what is it, the, uh, the resale show? I don't know what it is on the History Channel where people bring <laughs> in their crap and they're like, yeah. how much is that worth? <laughs> and it's like that's a spoon that has it's like porn star or, or uh was it pawn star star yeah yeah is it like that i mean <laughs> that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking because okay if somebody has an item for a couple of years they bring it in every year they're like dude that's the same piece of crap you brought last year it's just a rock come on yeah but this year it's tarnished man yeah this year my daughter threw up on it is it worth <laughs> something now <laughs> Um, you know, specifically about broken diamonds, I uh, I actually was like uh, kind of working on a, uh, a, a kind of like a like a fan fiction sort of a thing where um, I was kind of like exploring the the idea that uh, Kintyra Septim the um, second did not die in in that tower. Oh yeah, I remember you said that. Yeah, yeah, I was I was uh, working on something like that for for a little while there, but. I should I'm go back. Die. I want somebody to name a holiday after diamonds for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, all right, folks. Well, let's jump into our uh, our emails. We've got two today. Um, the first one is from Oxil. Uh, Rob, would you mind? Hey, thought the last episode of Classic, my favorite show, oh. and loved the talk on the companions in their mead hall. Loved Mike's enthusiasm on real life mead as well. And a special thanks to Ivarwin for sharing your thoughts on Skyrim's effect on your life. You are such a king of nerds. Aww. And it's great hearing your genuine passion for the game. I too feel that Skyrim is sort of always with me in regular life. So often that I find myself just thinking on the way uh, the fog and the snowy wind looks in the peaks of Skyrim. Or the soothing sound of the river in the warmer parts at the base of the throat of the world. At the, time, at the time of writing this, I am walking through the Norwegian forest, pushing my six-month-old daughter while listening to Jeremy Soule's soundtrack on portable speakers, trying to make her sleep to the, his atmospheric music while, for myself, enjoying the melting together of fiction and real life. Talk about how enhanced reality. A friend of mine once commented on how beautiful the horizon in real life was by saying, it's almost like Skyrim. And that's what Skyrim is, larger than life, yet still a huge part of my life through memories and impressions of fantastic scenery, quests and characters, and awesome music. Keep on having great talks about the games we love. All the best, Axel. So we've got a bunch of emails that, that came in just like this. Um, 
and and very touching ones. Um, I I added two today to to this show, um, but the next time we do classic, there's there's probably going to be a couple more uh, <laughs> because um, we we did get we got a lot a lot of emails, so it was it was great getting that, and uh, it's it's really appreciated. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally see what what you know um, Oxel is is saying here about uh, you know you're walking through the you know the forest and you know with with his daughter and and he's got you know Jeremy Soul soundtrack playing in the background. I mean, that's that's the perfect you know <laughs> that is the perfect uh, I guess activity for for listening to his music. If you're gonna do something, that's pretty much the perfect activity for um, for listening to to Jeremy Soul's music. So. I can't Spicy. imagine how beautiful Norwegian forests must look either. I'm sure they're stunning. Oh yeah, I'm I'm jealous. I mean, personally, I live in a little area of uh, West Virginia that um, is far enough away from the DC capital area that we actually have wilderness, and I like to refer to it as uh, real life Fall Creek. <laughs> um, mainly because uh, if you look up the town of Harpers Ferry, West Virginia, it's the lowest point in the state. Um, and one of the lowest points in the country, but it is where two rivers meet. And you can literally stand on a place and you are looking at three states. You're looking at West Virginia, Maryland, and Virginia. Um, and usually around this time of year, it is just absolutely beautiful uh, because the leaves are changing, uh, it's cool out, and it is just what I would imagine the area of Falkreath feels like. So that's why I call it uh, IRL Fall Creek. Yeah. Aww. And I've got pictures if you ever want to see. I want to see. Okay. Yeah. So Pumpkins. You should put them on uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Here's um, one I took this Saturday. All right. This this next one, um, I I could not I could not th- there was no way I was going to be unable to to put this on on the show today. Um, so this comes from Puzzle Drone, uh, who's who's one of um. You know, one of the one of the folks who who sort of uh, comes in very early in the morning uh, when when Zephan and I are doing late late night Elder Scrolls, and um, she wrote an email that that uh, you know I I thought was just just really beautiful. Um, so she says, "Hey guys, puzzle here. Latest classic episode hit me really hard in the feels, and I wanted to share a few things with you guys about my own Skyrim experience. Just a warning, it's gonna get mushy. My first Skyrim playthrough was during a very confusing time in my life." I was halfway through college, juggling a major I wasn't confident about with a breakup, losing good friends, and figuring out who I was. It was the darkest time in my life, but my Nord, do-wielding badass self was always there for me, fighting off the monsters and making sure things got done. The mountains of Skyrim served as a reminder that my college life three states away from my snowy Montana home was only temporary. My darkness got worse, but home always stood, shining on that digital horizon. Well, it's been five years, I'm back home now, everything's okay, and I'm doing much better, but since I got home, Skyrim has taught me something else. Healing and thriving in life depends on your connection with people, and finding QGN has been such a blessing in my life. Home is where your heart is, it's true. I'm proud to call you all guys family. Thank you for everything you guys do. I'm looking forward to spending my second QGN holiday season with everyone. Lead on, E. Puzzle drone. Yeah. I like puzzle. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, 
this is um this is this is part of the reason why I was you know uh, compelled to sort of sort of ask the question like you know how in what way um has has you know Skyrim been been a home to you because I mean it's been with us since 2011 it's getting updated it is beloved it is iconic as Liz said earlier and um you know so many people have had so many positive um interactions and and this email plus a whole host of many 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 other emails that we've gotten throughout the years say the same thing that and, and rob you've said this too and and mike you've said this to me as well and and liz i i, I even think you had said something similar to this as well which is um when when it gets tough when things get hard you know skyrim is just an amazing an amazing all elder scrolls games are but but skyrim in particular is an amazing escape away from from all of that and you can't help but but you know get completely taken out of of all the shitty things that are going on in your life and being transported to a place where none of that matters and you're just there doing doing whatever it is that you want to do existing in this this digital world um being as heroic as you wish you could be but just somehow can't and and when you turn the game off suddenly maybe after a long while you kind of figure out how um it's an it's inspired me in in many ways to um be be a better a better cop it's um among other inspirations for doing that um it's inspired me to to you know be a better gamer in the game too because it's just so vast you could so try so many things and um it's it's really it, it really is something very special and um I'm I really love you know puzzle drones email um and I I love all the ones that we we did receive and we will be featuring um, on uh, on episodes to come. Um, it's uh, it, it pretty it, it's 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 uh, it's pretty amazing. And uh, so so thank you guys, thank you for writing in, uh, thank you for listening, and um, you know for for answering the call to uh, you know sending in some emails, especially on on this topic in particular, um, because I love it. I can't get enough of it. It's great stuff. <laughs> Well, uh, that's the end of our show for for this uh, for this week, and um, we greatly appreciate everyone uh, tuning in, as well as uh, supporting us uh, through through our new uh, Twitch subscription and 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 uh, and bits. Uh, all of our Patreon supporters, as well, all of our iTunes five star review shoutouts. Um, we uh, purposefully did not get to our our sponsors today, but that's okay. Uh, we'll start you know, rotating them in again as well. But, um, you know, we've got our, we've got our sponsors right here, uh, in Twitch just below. Um, maybe, uh, uh, go to them if you want to help the show out as well. Uh, also we've got links to, uh, QG D and D there. And of course, Elder Scrolls off the record. Uh, there's links to that, uh, right in our, our Twitch chat. Um, if you like the show, you're probably going to be uh, liking some of our other stuff that we do, such as the uh, Dancing with Daggers stream with Rob and the ESO Guild community members, which starts uh, Friday on our Twitch channel at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, as well as Late late Night Elder Scrolls with myself and Zephan. Uh, we're going to be trying out a uh, Wednesday-Thursday stream at 2.30 a.m. Um, and of course, ESOTR trials every Sunday night at 9 PM with Mike and our ESOTR guild community members. 
give those uh, give those a try. Um, as far as podcasts go, okay. Oh, and uh, also, sorry, there was a there was a break here on the line. Uh, Setsuwa streams Saturdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, and QG MTG Saturday nights as well at 2:30 in the morning Eastern uh, with myself and Mithralesque from the uh, ESOTR community. Um, if you like our podcasts, if you liked Elder Scrolls Off the Record, you're going to love uh, QG D&D, Quest Gaming Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by Mark. Uh, I think they're wrapping up the um, Curse of Strahd campaign. They've got a whole uh, Primeval Thule campaign before that. So plenty of uh, episodes there to, to jump into and enjoy. And um, that is on uh, questgamingnetwork.com. And you can subscribe via RSS feed there as well. Ooh, don't forget the one we did live. Uh, yeah, at, uh, at QGNCon? Yeah, there was one that was live. I don't know if it was announced on any of the other shows, so uh, I want to throw that in. I think so, but but it's good to throw it in just in case. Yes, we did do a live one at QGNCon. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, may have featured an exploding giant fiendish squirrel. What? It was a bunny. Uh, bunny. A bunny. You're right. Not a squirrel. All I know yeah. is that you were red the entire time. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Final thoughts, starting with Mike. Good episode. Got uh, a lot off my chest as Jazzledar. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Did that okay. really make you sad? Because I, re- I won't do it again. Um, but it was good episodes. So I had fun. And uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed listening to it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Enjoy the Witches uh, Festival and uh, Plunder Sculling. <laughs> and, uh, and Rob. Plunder Sculling! Yeah, <laughs> and Liz. Uh, did you eat all your chocolates yet? Uh, just about, yeah. Okay, because Rob's next for the chocolate. They were very oh, nom nom nom. They were great. And then it's Mike. Oh no, it's Zephan, and then it's Mike. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next week goes. Uh, next week, folks, we are going to be releasing yet again. I want to tell you this: uh, the the Witches Festival um, holiday celebration. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great stuff on that uh, on that episode here. Okay, um, we are going to be doing a, uh, a production, so to speak, and other things will be involved as well. So, so please look forward to that. Uh, it is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really excited, and um, it's it's going to be good. Uh, every, all the hosts are going to be lending their voice to to, uh, to new characters as we uh, put on some some pretty creepy productions in honor of Halloween and. Witches Festival, so I'm really excited to, to be presenting that to you. As a result, we may not be doing Classic Elder Scrolls next week. Um, hopefully we can. I, I don't know how I'm going to fit into my schedule, uh, but we might be able to. Uh, but I would say at this point, you know, mm, I would say uh, more no than yes. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Mike and I will we'll talk, and, and we'll see where we can go from there. Anyway, as always, take care, everyone. Be safe, and may the force be with you. Shake, 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 Sinora, shake it all the time. Work, 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 Sinora.
time. My girl's name is Sonora. I tell you, friends, I adore her. And when she dances, oh brother, she's a hurricane in all kinds of weather. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Shake, 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 Sinora, shake your body line. Shake, 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 Sinora, shake it all the time. Work, 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 Sinora, work your body line. Work, 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 Sinora, work it all the time. You can talk about cha-cha, tango waltz or the rumba. Sinora's dance has no title. You jump in the saddle, hold on to the bridle. Jump in the line, rock your body and time. Okay. I believe you jump in the line, rock your body in time. Rock your body, child. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Somebody help me. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Shake, 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 Sinora, shake your body line. Shake, 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 Sinora, shake it all the time. Work, 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 Sinora, work your body line. She's a sensation, the reason for aviation. And fellas, you got to watch it. When she wind up, she bottom, she go like a rocket. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Okay, I believe you. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. High star skirts a little higher. Jump in the line, rock your body in time. Off the chimney. Jump in the line, rock your body in time.
place where eternally fire is applied to the body. Teeth are extruded and bone to ground and baked into cakes which are passed around. Soldats 